Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smart Coast Morning Show. Blasting awesome sauce. Yes, all yes. Or oh. do it again. Oh, my God. It's seamless. Oh, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smart Coast <laughs> Internet Radio. Do it again with feeling. Show. Tuesday, Left Coast Edition. Um, somebody wants more mic. No, not in my heads. Oh, in right. my heads. In my head, head cones. <laughs> oh. uh, I um, am one of your hosts. I'm Marty. I'm here with Kruger. Uh, I don't know where Bill is. Emily had uh, some health issues this morning. We hope she feels better. Oh, my God. Really? Uh, she- <laughs> is it lupus? <laughs> no. Is it Epstein-Barr? It's Epstein-Barr. It's Epstein-Barr. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of these undiscovered viruses that uh, just sort of... Linger. She has Emily O'Hara. Does he? Yeah. What's her last name? O'Hara. Okay. Yeah, I got that. Hey, look, look. hey, part of the team. Yeah, six months um, in. If you're just listening to the show, we are a comedy podcast of sorts, mm, streaming live, comedy yeah. adjacent, <laughs> comedy adjacent. Yeah, it's yes. a it's a it's a workshop for people who don't know how to use technology. Yeah, yeah, and basically we sit around and we try to fill every gap with noise. Sometimes there's content behind it. Most of the time, it's just. Um, Bill ranting, Steve being clever. No. And uh, yeah. Stop, stop. If you want to join in the conversation, because we welcome it, you can tweet us at Nooner Dan Marty, or you can uh, email us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Now, why is it Nooner Dan Marty? I didn't pick that. Dan picked that one. And who is Dan? Dan. I've heard of this uh, I, Kaiser Soze of you know, the podcast. I, world. I came into this podcast. There was with the lore of Dan already existing. Ah. Don't know if he's a real person or not, but gotcha. Uh, no, Dan is in Canada. No, I think he's got to be back now. Where the fuck is Dan? Hey, Dan, get over here. Dick. You got a mic here with your name on it. Um, I had so many gay questions for him. <laughs> give us one in advance. Just preview one for us. Um, how do you decide who goes first? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I assume the top goes first. The top. Right? Yeah, and the but how do you know who the top is? You have a long discussion beforehand. Oh, that's that's o- over a white wine and yeah, uh, well, a- apps. Actually, there's <laughs> there's a checkbox on Grinder. Oh, there is. <laughs> yeah, you see, I'm so jealous of you, you single people. There's it's it's so easy. Yeah, you go on Grinder and you're like, I'm a power bottom. I just need to be flipped over and and pounded till the till the morning sun comes, and you just know what you're getting into. Now, it, there's no confusion about what you're about and I, I guess tinder for the same reasons as well you know i'm down to fuck or whatever tinder whatever doesn't... whatever you're looking for yeah <laughs> i mean I've, i have yet to run across anybody who's just uh, any woman who's down to fuck that's craigslist if, casual encounters if you're a woman who's down to fuck and you've used tinder let us know because just give us single men just a, a tiny bit of hope that there's some somebody as horny as they are out there or not. Um, good morning, Jadlin, Mike, and Darren. And if you want to follow on our Tumblr, we have a Tumblr at uh, TuesdaysMornings.tumblr.com. Not NoonerDanMarty.com? Oh, why? You know, brand identity, my friend. Jesus yes. Christ. Um, and we have VWKG, uh, who's listening, tuning in live. Um, Who? I don't. I can't pronounce it. It's V Dub H K G. Oh, that's not his. Like that's his handle. Twitter handle. Okay, and his name. Um, There's an, a, a number in a person's name. No, there was just V Dub. Oh, I thought you said eight. No, 
Um, scintillating pop. Yeah, this is good podcast good stuff. And by the way, Wait, it, have we those, started? We, yes, we okay. have. Oh, for shit. those of you Sorry. who tuned in the morning, as I hit uh, the play button on the computer for the, uh, the the morning show theme, it went through a Bluetooth speaker instead of the the machine. I enjoyed it. It was, it was like I was listening to the podcast. Yeah. It must be like for the listeners. It was coming out of Marty's speaker in his living room. Uh, as you know, we start each episode with uh, uh, something in the news, and there's so much to talk about in the news. You've got political corruption, you've got Obamacare hitting 7 million subscribers, uh, climate change, the IPCC just released a very dire warning about climate change that has uh, not, uh, that the news is barely covered, Yes, and uh, abortion's being discussed in the Supreme Court, or I'm sorry, birth control is. But where's that fucking plane? Uh, we'll get to the plane oh. too. Well, that's all the news is talking about. Well, it's actually we can talk about that now. Sure, we'll talk about that now. Like uh, flight three seventy in Malaysia, they um, they talk about it nonstop, you know. And it's basically CNN. Their ratings doubled because they would have uh, stories like, "We are interrupting this program to let you know we have nothing new to report about Malaysia flight three seventy. and then they go through every scenario that could have happened. I feel bad for CNN and the people that work there. Um, you know, kids who go to electronic journalism programs and 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 study like University of Phoenix. University of Phoenix. No, but there I knew journalism students, and actually one of my friends is was a, was a great journalist. He's now teaching because you can't make a living in it anymore. I mean, he was like a a brick and mortar teaching at University of Phoenix. No, MIT, but close enough. The uh, the universe, the brick a, and mortar. But universe. he's also still writing, and he's a very good writer. Yes, he is. Um, but I would think how depressing where you study what journalism is, and the Murrows and the Cronkites, and mm. the people who our listeners have no idea who they are, right. and then you just end up. We got to get ratings. We get, feed more shit to Wolf Blitzer. Just keep like just. There's someone off camera doing the stretching motion. Well, like 24 just, hours is a sh- is a shitload longer than one hour, which is what Cronkite had to do. Right. And so, but also news at that point was a lost leader for networks. It was a badge of honor that we can communicate information to to uh, the population. We lose money on it, but we make a, a killing on whatever other you know battle of the network stars sure. and shit like oh. that. But now it was uh, the evil Ted Turner, who I just remembered I saw speak when I was 18, and. Uh, he had started CNN, and he wanted to buy a network, a broadcast network, which he didn't get. And he said he actually equated that that disdain in his life. Uh, Ted Turner, just so everyone knows, he started CNN. Yes. He was a big uh, magnet, and he basically changed the, the cable landscape. Yes. he's uh, He was married to Jane Fonda? Married to Jane Fonda. Yes. He's this... Out of Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. He is a, he, he wore a sport coat with jeans. He was that guy that... that he had a mustache. And he had a mustache, and he looked like a bad guy in a, in a uh, Henry Fonda Western from 1950. <laughs> um and I remember, just I was fascinated with you know moguls like this, and I got to see him speak because I was living near Atlanta, and he wanted a network so badly, and he said, I, I you know, the FCC wouldn't let him. He owned so many cable, etc. Right, there are all these rules you can yeah. own. Only you you own couldn't. So many they don't want another William Randolph Hearst. They don't want someone who owns newspapers, television stations, radio. They want media to. This be, is pre-Rupert Murdoch. Yes, this yes. was yeah. the '80s or maybe the '90s. I don't know. I 80s. Was, I was a, I was a 80s, kid. 80s, yeah. But he, he's kept going, I can't buy a network, and I, I feel like these women in Africa who've had their clits removed, the clitectomy, 
he, he, he equated yes he and it was like look it up Gen- it's, female genital mutilation he feels like he's had his clit removed and that he can't the sensations are gone and i, I it was like one of those did, did did he just say that like into a mic and other people are hearing unfortunately the internet was not a uh uh, what it, it is today, so yeah. it didn't go viral. But like, I couldn't believe that guy. I, my, my admiration for him just went through the roof. I said, that's, he, that's he really thinks that ballsy. That's ballsy well, to talk uh, about. Yeah, a uh, just a, 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 a intense problem in Africa uh, as, is now equated to. I, I want to buy a network, but the government won't let me. Right. So he's the ding dong that started CNN. He looked at the cable landscape and said, "No, we'll have news twenty four hours a day." And right. that's twenty four hours of advertising. But you need to you need vamp, to create vamp vamp. You need to create news. You know it is back to Randolph Hearst and I'll, you know sensationalism. Well, it's, you know, start a war like then oh, right, that, that right, sells right. papers yeah. and that's yeah. I mean, I I don't think CNN has that quite that influence, but they do. You know, they have the fancy graphics and the crazy. Um, uh, well, they have to focus on things that, and it, it goes back to the journalism student. You know, like I, I have to tell the the who, how, why, where, wh- whatever. It, it's just they just like who have them and yeah, make sure they come back from the commercial break. You know, yeah, but they they don't finish that that journalistic equation. They just mm-hmm. keep it going. And you want a story like and this, and you but know, this is a perfect. It's it's more akin to what we do, which is storytelling. Which is a plane went down. We don't know where it went. Right. Well, the story picks up in a news world when it. Is found. There's nothing right, but see, people need to know, and in the in the absence of facts, narrative, they, they, narrative, you and, spin narrative. Right. Oh well, it could and be like, this, and, and they then get, they bring on psychics, and they have the, these recreations, and they've got all these, uh, you know, speculation, and it's just a waste of time. Well, I don't. I haven't flipped on Fox News or right. or yeah. CNN, and I guess at the airport, I, I look at it, but I usually have earbuds in. But but. There's the, that's why I always say like the news has stopped and Nancy Grace does a great job oh of someone's she's a missing horrible, horrible. Oh, person. She's not, oh, you're being too kind to her. Yeah. Okay. She is a super duper cunt, but she, a kid will go missing and she will just bleed the story for a week. A white kid goes missing. Well, usually it's a, well, yeah, ratings. <laughs> Come on. Well, the crazy thing about the, the Malaysia flight 370 is that. The Malaysian president said, okay, we, we worked with algorithm, you know, or this company tracked the pings and we know where it is. It's, <laughs> it's, it's in good, the Indian good Ocean. for uh, my trip to Asia. Tra- tracking, tracking, the, the, tracking the pings. Okay, go on. All right. Um, you said clever. Yes. No, no, no. That, that, was, <laughs> that was not so clever. clever. Uh, and so it goes down and he said it went down and everyone died. And then... The news kind of stopped after that. I mean, we hear little dribs and drabs, but there's not the same. The story's over. That's what I said when it disappeared. There's still no proof. Well, wait till there's proof, and then the story continues. But But to fill news, they just stoke the flames of of speculation. Right. So people are, well, I think, and it trended. I mean, it's like, it has no impact on us. A plane disappeared. But we're fascinated. Schadenfreude. Is that a word? Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Yeah. yeah. Is that uh, a word? Michael Binhock, how, how would you, how how would would you, you say that? Pronounce that word. Uh, Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. It's just uh, the, the sadness of it all and, and the misery. And, you know, it, 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 oh. I mean, I, did you, uh, Darren brought up Anchorman 2. Did you see that movie? I, I missed it. Oh. I mean, it was, you know, it was very funny. 
Um, and it, it was about basically how, filling 24-hour news with non-news. Yeah. And, well, that's there's great. just not enough. I mean, you well, think there, there is enough news, but there's not enough ways to collect it. You know, I notice now that they're just trolling Twitter and Instagram. They're just like, well, oh. somebody said this. Like, <laughs> right, right. That's not, how is that an authority? That's just noise. That's an, I have a Twitter account. I say ridiculous and things. nobody follows you. Nobody follow me, please. I'm very funny. But, yeah, there's eh, – it's all right. I have my moments. Very funny adjacent. Okay. But still, funny. But uh, I well, don't know. Last week, we had a, a long discussion about the militariz- militarization of the police. Mm. Uh, in particular, the, that guy who got shot. Uh, not the band. Not staying in Andy no. Summer. Okay. I, th- I didn't uh, know who they were weaponizing. Uh, yeah, you know that's – that Stuart Copeland's dad worked for the uh, the CIA. Yeah, yeah. And his brother's company was called FBI, and then IRS Records. Yes, Miles. I used to work for IRS. Um, but we were talking about the, the the guy. There was a homeless man who was shot dead in New Mexico mm-hmm. um, because he he was homeless. He was homeless. Well, yeah. Th- there you go. Don't so be homeless. We had this long talk uh, and uh, about how the police are so reactive and so violent. And interestingly, uh, Bill Maher brought it up on his show on Friday. A colleague, a friend. A colleague, a friend. So I felt like we were ahead of the game. No. Uh, Yeah. Where we were. Oh, yeah, we were newsbreaking. Are you suggesting that Bill Maher or someone who works for Bill Maher listens to this show? uh, Yeah. Oh, my God. They're just poaching our our material. (laughs) Did I miss the political stuff? No, you're right in the middle God of it. Damn it! Just sitting in the car. Hey, it's Bill. <laughs> Bill is only 18 minutes late. We actually started on time today. Oh, like that's my fault. Uh, we started on time. Well, no, it's in spite of you that we <laughs> <laughs> never start on time. Um, well, we did today. What is time? I mean, this is a podcast. This this is a, a this is a live morning show and a podcast though. Yeah, and now Bill with traffic. Uh, there was no traffic at all. I could have gotten here ages ago. I just didn't feel like it. All right. That's your traffic report for today, L.A. <laughs> but we Eye are in the sky. much farther away from the Mexican gentleman's place where the show used to be recorded. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I am much farther away. Uh, you are much farther away fr- from... Wait. Well, I don't know what you're saying. You're, I live somewhere. It's a longer commute for you It's now a shorter it commute, yet it's, it's a longer distance. No, it's... No, I've I've mapped it. Yeah, I looked. Yeah, okay. yeah he was right. he was very close to me because of fucking morning traffic in Los Angeles. People going to Disney because he lived near Disney. <laughs> but this is wonderful. I can get here in like eight minutes. But it's like thirty miles. Uh, well, Marty lives in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but the cool. Yeah, the cool, the cool part of, of nowhere. Yes. <laughs> the gentrified, uh, cool, uh, expensive yeah. now place. So we got a bunch of emails about our talk about the militarization of police last week. Really? Yeah. So I don't remember that discussion. <laughs> was it the political part of the show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I don't do so, that. I, don't um, do that I just want to go through them because we got them from all sides. And, and we really appreciate oh, it. I, I'm, I'm excited that people were, were uh, interested. So this one says, um, I'll begin by saying it is rare that I can agree with the stances you take on um, you all take on political issues. Usually, you all sound like a bunch of hypersensitive crybabies. I don't take stances. Accurate. That said... I don't even like this part of the show. I'm 100% in agreement with you that there is a problem with police forces acting like a military organization. Here in San Antonio, for years, police officers wore slacks, button-down shirts, a necktie, and a hat. 
A few years ago, the city hired a cocksucker from Detroit as police chief, and the first thing this asshole did was gay, to change... Gay American. Come on, cocksucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is from Alec Baldwin, so he can say that. Um, this first thing this asshole did was to change the uniform to a more tactical style. Also, they have gone to using vehicles that are unmarked for routine patrols. Uh, as a citizen, when I see a patrolman in an unmarked vehicle, I don't think there some, uh, that there's someone going to help me if I need if I need it, um, I think there is someone who is lurking out and is trying to get me. Uh, before you saw a police officer in town, you got the impression that there was someone who was part of the community there to help out. Now cops look like someone to be feared, not respected. Apologies if this went too long. Thanks, Jason. Um, yeah, I think that's that's really accurate. That you want the police to be part of the community. Mm-hmm. Have you ever reached out to a police officer on the street in need? Uh, I've never seen them in need. Oh, no, yeah. you're in need. They're not in need. Oh, no. Yeah. No, when they're in need, I, I'm like, yeah, I'll help you. Uh, I'll rest- push your car. Yeah, you run out of gas. I'll, I'll restrain that homeless I'll, man. I'll go on a donut run. I'll, I'll what kick do you that need? homeless man in the head while you No, but like in L.A., like I, my car broke down and an L.A. cop, I said, can you help me? And he's like, no. What, like, are you insane? <laughs> <laughs> but I, like a Boston cop when I was a kid, they would, you know, they're, they were, of course, it was 300 years ago, but they were more like what this gentleman was talking about. They were... A force that you could, uh, they were a community uh, connected force that you could reach out to and say, yeah, I, I need help. But uh, I got to L.A. and they, they do. They look like uh, like movie cops like you see in action right, movies. Right. They were dressed differently and they weren't like fat Irish guys right. named you know Francis O'Malley. They were Francis uh, Guerreras. And uh, they, I went, oh, my car broke down. And he went, I don't care. Like, what, what the fuck do you want from me? And I went, oh, right. L.A. cops. But, you know. Well, we have riots and stuff like that, yeah. and you have to be. And we do. I mean, there are lots of videos of police officers acting poorly on. Well, they on the rarely internet. film them doing something. But there good. are a bunch of them that people. They, there do. are, yeah. And I, I'd say, but they're just less. They they don't work well in the twenty four news cycle. Yeah, a cop giving a, a cat little kisses like that's no one's filming that. So this next one's from Frank, who's a longtime listener. He's emailed a couple times, and he's. Um, He's in high school, and uh, oh my god, really? yeah, yeah. And he says, "My problem is last Tuesday when you guys were talking about the police shooting in Albuquerque. First of all, we didn't see what happened before the camera was turned on. Also, the man on the hill had a, a long criminal record. Uh, he was hostile and ready to fight. The flashbang grenade was a non-lethal solution, much like a taser, but more effective. Um, he shot. He was shot because he tried to attack the dog, which is also a police officer." Um, also, they did not use the taser because they would have to shoot upward. Anyhow, he was basically saying that there's a lot of things we didn't see, but we did know that they had talked to him for three hours and that he had a criminal record. And we talked about that, that he was mentally, um, he had a history of violence. There's one thing I did see, and that's Terminator 2. And if you want to, you can just shoot all the bad guys in the knees. Oh, yeah. Um, the police officers had everybody. They will to live. Um, <laughs> what he said. So, anyhow, yeah. casualties zero. They will live. Uh, Frank is planning to be a police officer, and uh, he, he says he's planning to join the Navy and become a police officer in L.A. All right. And um, I will remember to not ask him for help. <laughs> no, no, no. He said, if that were me and I saw a man with a knife posing a threat to a fellow officer, I would have shot him. And um, In the knee. Yeah. So the thigh. Right, that's the thing. Is They shot him or after. The shoulder. They shot him twice. He was still on the ground they shot him again and that is there's, that is there's like some, five of you and he's been shot and the other twice. thing is like you've won the you have to create an environment 
the idea is to diffuse the threat of violence. So, but they heightened it by being there and surrounding him with, with assault rifles. And so, you know, I, I agree that, like, so my, my basic premise was that given the, that situation he, where he pulled the knife and lunged at this dog or, or was defending himself from this dog that they unleashed on him, he, they were right to shoot in a way or I don't know. But there's a policy there. And I think it has to be a change in the police culture and not the, um, not the individual actions in that moment. You know, you have yeah. to, so after that, there are all these protests in Albuquerque about um, police brutality. Um, yeah, given all the factors of that, of that circumstance, many of which we don't know, right. I still don't see how 10 guys with assault rifles and a dog and one guy with a knife, I don't see why the one guy needs to be shot to death. It's right. like there's, a, there's another way to get, you've, you're going to win that fight. You can win it without killing him. That said, we um, got an email from Officer Roy, who's an actual police officer. Hey now. And he, this is a long email, but I think he, he hits on a lot of great points. Um, first it's off, guaranteed to be better than us rambling about it. Yes, absolutely. Um, first off, I want to say that uh, before I became a police officer, I had a lot of the same opinions and concerns about the police that you guys voiced last week. Before going to the police academy, I spent 12 years as an IT director for a small company in Virginia and decided to make a career switch when he moved to North Carolina. Um, Lateral move. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, but no, I mean, it, it's a rewarding career. <laughs> no, it's I mean uh, North Carolina to Virginia. Oh, uh, Virginia to North Carolina. Oh, yeah, yeah. Either way, lateral. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's probably better barbecue in North Carolina. Bite your tongue. It's all South Carolina. We'll get into that next. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Foodies Corner coming up yeah. at the top uh, of the hour. If you want vinegar and bleh. Okay. I, right. can't, I can't get into this. Uh, I would like to start by saying everyone has um, people who are dicks and assholes at their job, and the police force is no different. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, I've, the encounters I've had with cops have always been good um, because I'm not um, black or Hispanic in, in the inner city. Or homeless. Or homeless. Well, that, that's a good place to start. Yeah. Don't be black. Yeah. Don't be Hispanic. Um, Don't be homeless. The problem is that um, while at a normal job, one might say uh, Mark is an accounting. Mark in accounting is an asshole. But if Officer Mark is an asshole, people tend um, to out that on the whole department, and that's true. Mm. And that that's mm-hmm. the same thing as um, one bad apple spoils the whole bunch. Right. Like a, if a restaurant gets a, a restaurant gets a bad review on Yelp, that's like a hundred times more toxic than ten great reviews. Mm-hmm. You know. So, uh, yeah, and, and that's why a police officer is, there. there's a, a brethren there, but they also have, they represent each other, you know. So, I get that. Uh, so, he just wanted to do a couple highlights. First, uh, the reason for the increase in police firepower and training, it has actually less to do than uh, with 9-11 and more to do with the types of people with the change in population that we have to deal with. Since the Gulf War, there have been a lot of vets coming home and with some mental issues that are not getting the treatment that they need to uh, from the government. But an even bigger problem are your gangs who have started sending uh, members to the military so they can get training and come back and train the ranks. There was a rise in police deaths back in the 90s and early 2000s due to officers, uh, officers coming into contact with people with better training. And also, you can also say that there's a huge rise in gun ownership. Uh, and yeah. And then Emily made the statement that the only uh, thing you have to worry about in New Mexico is drunk drivers. Well, I'm sure you don't really need... Um, I'm sorry, hold on. 
Oh, he's just saying that, like, in small towns, you'd be surprised at the amount of crime that, that happens. I saw Fargo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, what kinds of crime? What, uh, what? Murder, kidnapping. That's a made-up story, though. What? It's not a true story. What? But it is a small town, so totally relevant. Yeah. They and, shot it in a small town, but it's and not. And it a, was, you know, very well acted. So, ergo, woodchipper. Keeping it utterly relevant. Um, then... Officer Roy cites media portrayal. Uh, for, just from experience, 9 out of 10, um, a lot of things that you read in the news, especially if it happened recently, uh, work from either no info or partial info. Or a desire to yeah, keep and, us scared and all that, the time. And that gets back to the, what we were talking about earlier about cable news. And, and then he talks about the video and, um, and just how the video... It, there's more to the video than just what you see. Of course. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it's great that we have the video. It's better than no information. So, if we think about the, the uh, Tudaj chef, the, uh, the, he was the guy who was friends with the, the Boston Marathon uh, bomber. Mm. And he was implicated in a drug killing. And so, he was interviewed several times. And then, the last interview, apparently, he had... You know, he had a, a temper. He got up and he was shot seven times, including in the top of the head. Um, Jesus. And that's in a police interrogation or an FBI interrogation. It was hot. It was very hot. He was grilled for hours. And, and I mean, so again, I think that the question is the FBI could have diffused that situation so it never got to that point. And they should have been, they're the FBI. They, they should be able to handle an interrogation even with a, uh, an MMA guy. And, uh, yeah. So, the did you press record? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, I did. But I, I didn't press play in my brain. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they should just. Oh my god! I totally lost my train of thought. Um. Anyhow, you got. A, you were thinking about an MMA guy taking out a bunch of FBI. Yeah, and it was so cool. Interrogation scene. No, I mean they. They just shouldn't. Using the handcuffs to choke a guy out and use him as a human shield. They're, they're professionals. They should know how to, uh, to sense it. Oh, here's my point. Is that, there w- that it wasn't recorded. All the, all the agents in that shooting were exonerated. They were, they were cleared. They followed procedure. But we don't know because we, there, there was no record of it. No evidence. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then this is what Officer Roy says. He says, uh, um, last thing... Uh, that is probably the most important traffic stops. Um, so people don't know this, but traffic stops are the most dangerous thing you can do as an officer. And you're trained to be hyper vigilant um, on them because that is your highest chance of being killed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that's also where police cameras come into are very helpful. But. Yeah, I mean, I have this like. Um, By the way, thank you, officer. Thank you. Roy. That was, that was uh, awesome. Someone actually uh, involved in the discussion who has right. a, a real. Grounded, you know, point of view. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now let's ask some Hollywood ding dongs what they think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's this pit bull theory. You you've experience with pit bulls, and I, I feel like cops are like pit bulls. You know, they're they're really wonderful animals. But when they lock into something, Stephen Kruger thinks that cops are animals. No, uh, but I think we're all animals. He's just talking about a particular species. But when they get when a pit bull gets into it with another dog, it's Go time. Right. And I think that when cops, yeah, if you pulled someone over and you don't know who this person is and you're about to invade their life, their space. And the stakes are always life and death yeah, when you're a policeman. Period. You don't know what you're dealing with. 
and the person lunges at you, you freak out. I, I understand that. I think what would uh, help the situation is like when I, you're with your dog and you can de-escalate the situation. You can say, no, no, sit down, sit down. Like if there was a, a, someone who rode along with the cop who wasn't the cop, who was the cop's handler, who could like, <laughs> give me, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's silly, but it's also. Or when you have multiple cops, if you have multiple roles, like, yeah, that are, this that cop, are defined. Because they always ride alone or ride with a partner, but ride with someone who's just like, I'm not a cop, I don't have a gun, but I'm this guy's superior and he knows, you know, I don't know, a kill switch, something that, that, turns his gun off or something like that. Somebody who can step back and go, all right, this is getting out of hand. Because it is. It, it, it's, it's their animals. When they're threatened, I don't know if you've ever, ever had a gun pulled on you. No. Uh, twice. Oh, it, you, get, you forget about you know, everything, yeah. and it's yeah, yeah, tunnel yeah. vision. So yeah. I, I'm not excused. I've never actually seen the video of this shooting. Mm. Of, but um, I did watch all of the Rodney King stuff, and you know, I went, uh, he lunged at them and they tased him and there's 40 minutes of video before they beat the shit out of him. Right. They went too far, but right, right. when when there's a enraged angel dust smoked crazy black guy lunging at you who's led you on a 3-hour chase and he won't go down and he keeps getting up at a certain point you're like what are we going to do? I mean, yes, technology there should be some sort of I always say that with cars, there should be some sort of kill switch. There's all these fucking chases in LA or <laughs> right. choppers some guy jumps into a you know a minivan and drives eighty miles you know down the freeway. There should be a button that just turns off cars. Yeah, but there should be yeah, yeah. there should be some technology that just puts a person out. You know, like just we don't. Yes, you need to de-escalate the the uh, the aggression. And maybe it's not a taser. Maybe it's. I mean, I've been pepper sprayed. It fucking hurts. I don't know how those kids at uh, UC Irvine or wherever where they got pepper sprayed point blank. I don't know how they didn't fucking go crazy. Right, but. Maybe pepper spray was better back when I got sprayed, but there's got to be something less lethal to deal with shit like a like an unarmed homeless guy. Yeah, let's come up with it right now. Um, <laughs> maybe give him a home, no. give him mental treatment, but that's distract him with a puppet show. Puppet show. I mean, in the moment, like how yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. they've there's their laws and cops will come up against people who don't want to obey laws. So what? But there's got to be a better way than putting metal holes in them you know whole, like shoot fire <laughs> but it's so effective it it's immediately really, diffuses it's the situation. really hard to argue with yeah. that yeah yeah all right we're not um, going to solve it today by the way yako i apologize we were we will we will talk about your movie next week um and that way we'll have emily here and um but i apologize we, we i did not get a chance to see it this week um, it was a busy week. Welcome to Hollywood, Yako. Yeah, yeah. Did you exactly. read my script? Yeah. No, I didn't get to. Well, it. my assistant re- uh, saw your film. And said it was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I'm not gonna uh, wash your balls or no. What is it? Um, I don't know the expression "wash your balls." No. Um, what's his name? Uses it all the time. Um, the uh, the comic. You don't know his name or the expression. Louis Anderson. Really? No. Not, the, really not. Helping. No. He does that, but um, Louis C.K. No, the, the guy with who does the walking impression. Jay Moore. Jay Moore. <laughs> the guy who does the walking impression. I bet he'd be pleased to know that's how he's viewed he's by you. He's turned that into a cottage industry. He does Colin. Uh, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot it. Colin, yeah. Colin, uh, the guy from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're getting old. It's fucking early, too. Uh, so last week I did shoot that uh, that Samsung commercial. Yeah. Did and you sign an NDA? Are you at no, risk of. I did not sign any such mm. thing. So I can say that. The Samsung Galaxy S5 is a 
fucking kick ass uh, cell phone. You got to use actual products. Yeah, they to... like yeah. So I had to actually use the camera function. It's amazing camera, amazing mm. screen. It was awesome. Even the director, who Marty, had, that, like, the ads over. You don't need to. Everybody, you, you can stop. You can you know, stop. The funny acting. thing is, He's everyone, getting an extra five hundred. Everyone on set. Oh, you have a small podcast audience. We'll pay you a little extra. Why don't no. you pump the phone? You're listening to an ad, everyone. everyone You're listening to on, an ad. Yeah, yeah. This this episode brought to you by Samsung Galaxy Five uh, Yes, and we're, in fact, if they come here, we're going to take them out to lunch because they were an Indiegogo uh, <laughs> sugar sugar daddy. Uh, no, it's funny, like. In the Hollywood world, what what is the technology people use? Like which company? Mac. Usually. They're all Apple. Uh, Apple. Apple. They're all Apples. Uh, so all the the agency people, they're all on their iPhones and mm-hmm. they're all on their their MacBooks. And then the only like three people were the three people from Samsung, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and me, I have a Samsung phone. When I did that, I wrote a commercial for Microsoft for the Lenovo oh, yeah, yeah. Yoga, and I went to the agency. It was some ad agency out here, and I, I emailed before I went in, like, I, I have a Mac. Is that cool? And they're like, we, I went in there. It was like Indiana Jones, Mac Temple of Doom. It was all Macs, just three levels high. Yeah, like, everyone yeah. was just, it was like a motion graphics company, and everyone was, I, I saw no Windows products. I don't care either way. Ah, I'm, I'm pretty technology agnostic, but there's, there are more choices in the, in the Mac. <laughs> Did you just say technology agnostic? Or operating system agnostic, okay, I yeah. guess. That's what that's, it is. But uh, I'll, I'll use whatever. But um, I think it's a financial decision with you. It totally is. Yeah. yeah, you're cheap. I'm a cheap motherfucker. That, <laughs> that Chromebook, one ninety nine. You all, it, it, whatever you got to do technology, you never uh, forget to it. Tell Good me the price. price. Yeah. yeah. Are you <laughs> sure you're not Jewish? Is that, that my mom will show me. Like, look at this purse. Oh, it's a Chinese thing too. The Chinese people oh, cheap yeah. too. That's why we love buffets. Is that know? why Jews love Chinese food? Uh, I don't know. I don't know why the that Jews is. love it. But my mom yeah. will show me something. Like, look at this purse I got. I got it at a thrift store. It was fifty cents. I'm like, oh, uh, congratulations. Like that's not I, I don't it's a weird Jew thing. My mom's a Jew. Yes. So, so that, people understand. Ergo you're a Jew. Er, ergo. Yeah. I'm not that cheap. Or I just don't care about what things cost. You haven't bought me lunch. Okay. Cheap motherfucker. <laughs> All the hand jobs I've given you. Oh Marty. All the ball washing I've done. The, who's that guy who does an impression of Chris Walken? I don't know, every comic ever. <laughs> Wait, yes, no, uh, but the, I knew the it. First, the first one was Kevin Pollock, as PDG point, points out. Yeah, but uh, Jay Moore does a great one as well. And mm. I was just listening to uh, Jay Moore Sports on the drive in. Oh yeah, you I like caught the first fifteen minutes because I was wicked late. Yeah, <laughs> it starts at nine. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, he does a good job. It, there's a few uh, for for my taste. There's a few too many um, sound cues. Like inter- like morning show interruption, like you know, that's that. Nine forty in the morning here. It's seventy eight degrees in California. I mean, it's, and, and why I, does it always go up into your nose? Hey, when, we're up when, here. Hey, we're talking to the. We got news traffic. News with traffic black. weather on the fives coming up here. With Daddy Dong and the Wing Wang. <laughs> Ching Chong Ding Dong of the Mornings. Uh, speaking of which, there is. Speaking of Ching Chong Ding Dong in the Mornings? Yes. Wow. I am so, excited to hear this. Time to. <laughs> Beijing's number one news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't really. I listen to the radio in China. They don't, they, they don't have the same kind of uh, popping morning dudes like we do. It's just kind of more Chinese people talking. The uh, so Stephen Colbert on his show he was talking about the Redskins and then he played an old um, clip. I should probably play it. 
Um, he plays a racist. Do we have Asian, half an hour for Asian you to figure it out? Oh, oh, he's twisting knobs. No, here we Why? go. No, explain what happened. Well, he Stephen Colbert is a character in the show. He's playing a uh, a right wing pundit, religious pundit. Uh, eh, he's really religious in real life, but that's a character. And within that realm, it's getting very Charlie Kaufman out. He <laughs> plays it, Stephen Colbert, the character playing a character, which is uh, Ching Chong Ding Dong, and it's. Not akin to what I do here. It's just, oh, the tea is so fresh. Here, well, we, we oh, got you have. It? So he's talking about the Redskins. And... Oh, a beer and a soft pretzel. <laughs> so uh, it's similar. Folks, this move by Dan Snyder inspires. He's talking me. about because my show has oh. frequently come under attack for having a so-called offensive mascot. My beloved character, Ching Chong Ding Dong. <laughs> oh, I love tea. It's so good for you. Mm. <laughs> That You're is so cougar. pretty, American girl. You come here, you kiss my tea, make all sweet. I don't need no sugar when you're around. <laughs> come on, my rickshaw, I give you a ride to Bangkok. <laughs> Jesus. Wonderful. Oh, <laughs> yes. A hero. And, you know, I, I don't find that necessarily offensive. I mean, it's an offensive portrayal, and, but in, in the context of how he uses it, it's... He's can, saying something. He's not. It's not uh, Mike and Maddie in the morning just right. doing a racist character, or John Hughes in the eighties just having. Uh, oh, the donga need food. It's like he's saying something about society, and so he got in trouble because the Redskins dude, the owner, who doesn't want to change the name of the Redskins. Which uh, the more I say it, I'm like, wow, that is like you know, that is like the N word. It's pretty like, bold. It's, yeah, it's right. like, oh, it's, it's the Miami bold. niggers. It's this great you know, team out of fucking Southern Florida horrible but he's going to he started a foundation called, called the, the ching chong ding dong foundation for sensitivity sensitivity to orientals or whatever but it's a response <laughs> to the guy from of, from the redskins right. and his but his foundation was the washington redskins native american something something like he said it would be like the the uh the the miami niggers african-american sensitivity group or whatever like it, it right he said the actual offensive word in the name of the group right so he was making fun of that no uh, which Chung. is very funny yes okay so then uh these asian american media watchdogs came out with a hashtag cancel colbert which is because he so because he somebody tweeted that from, the ching chong ding dong whatever the name of the, the, uh, the right. organization was uh, and it's it's out of context, most likely out of context because there's only 140 so, characters. So you can be utterly inflammatory without having to have a, an actual point of so view. So somebody saw Ching Chong Ding Dong and Orientals and went, "Up, oh, he's a racist." So they they didn't do any work. They didn't right. watch the show and right. go, "Oh, he is actually saying form an opinion." So yeah, the the tweet was, "I'm willing to show Asian community I care by introducing the Ching Chong Ding Dong Foundation for Sensitivity." Yes, and if you'd watch Orientals the show, you would know, "Oh, he's re- referring to totally." Uh, a piece of satire that he's doing, making fun of the, the Washington Redskins and how awful their name is. But so, go on, Chinese lady went crazy. Um, that was my mother. <laughs> oh, this is so bad, Marty. You know a, him? You in Hollywood? An, she's an activist. Yeah. She's, she's an activist. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, she she would take me to these anti-Vietnam War marches when I was two and three. <laughs> um, That's just for the pho. Just. <laughs> No, just there, for the no Viet- there was no Vietnamese there. It's oh, there weren't? Oh. Dirty hippies. Oh, gross. Uh, yeah. But uh, so I don't have a problem with it. But I think a more powerful thing was I want, I'm reaching out to the black folk, the, the African-American community, but with my sensitive, you know, my foundation for uh, sensitivity to niggers or whatever. So had he done that, that I think 
uh, is a ballsy move and it drives the same point home, but somehow it's okay to do it with for Asians, yes. but not African Americans. Well, they, that's they've the had a harder time. Uh, well, I don't know. There's genocide in in uh, China, you know. But, but here in America, already established yeah. the Asian character. Um, so isn't he playing off his own? Sure, yes. but it, it's it goes back to that Sarah Silverman thing. She made that joke on Conan, like she was trying to get out of jury duty, and mm-hmm. she said, uh, "So I wrote I hate chinks." No, so, so she wrote, "I hate chinks," and then she thought, "Oh wait, I don't want to be considered a racist." So I wrote, "I love chinks," and that got her some flack. And I think then, had she said, had she used niggers or spicks in that same joke? Yes, jokes the same, but she would have been shat on, and she never would have done it because mm-hmm. the, there's a, a a gutlessness there. And so, I, I mean, that's why I think it's important that w- when we do this podcast, I know it's a, it's a, it's very harsh to hear words like nigger and spick and chink for that matter. Everyone listening at work, turn turn, turn it, it down. Turn up so, real It's, it's going to get real. But not it's safe. important to talk about these in the right context, so that uh, that we. You know, because it, it can't – one race can't have more uh, entitlement than another. Yes, to, the Chinese are, are the, the new um, punching bag. Right. They've always been. Right, I've just said because – yeah, because they're – Because they're doing all right here. We're doing America. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and they, they, they weren't slaves, and yeah. et cetera. Here – well, not technically slaves, but yeah, the railroads were pretty much – Oh, yeah. My, my great-great-grandfather worked on the railroad. I, I, all the live long day? Fucking racist. Riv wrong day. Riv wrong day. I, I hate <laughs> they to... They made him sing that song. They got... Ah, uh, but just, work. Just yeah, laugh. Made, the, made Leland Stanford laugh and laugh. <laughs> I hate to say this, but I actually... It pains me, but I agree with you. This is, <laughs> this is a, a low point of the show for me. But I actually agree with you. Because what we just said would, would have had more impact. You know? or, or why not say, you know, the... the, uh, the 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 niggers uh, African American you know spear checkers spear, yeah or yeah. something like you can't go after black people but you, you know, he's making uh, a satirical statement you, right. you why not and you, and it's not his fault because it was a character you know he, he doesn't do the, the black character right um, which would be hilarious but he uh, the society still allows us to sort of do the Asian Crasian thing right. I, I, right, right. I discovered in in eighties movies and I went wow this is not that long ago, and this is like wildly offensive to have you know characters that are just outsiders who are Asian and have a, uh, a ridiculous accent. And uh, yeah, you're I, I I painfully agree with you, but I, I don't know what the answer is. Yeah, this this is just making more people stand up for Stephen Colbert, right? And I tweeted basically that that argument that we, we just made that you know why is it one fair to one and not the other race? Um, but also, quietly, China is taking over the world. So, and I'm, yeah, you know, and destroying the environment. And, so. Yeah, and Africa is is not. You know, they're <laughs> or yeah. African Americans. Well, they got they got half half the presidency. Do you remember that Richard Pryor Chevy Chase sketch? Yes, it's uh, genius. So there was a it's a job interview where uh, Saturday Night Live Chevy first, Chase first season maybe first season he was interviewing Morris. Nope, no, Richard Pryor. He was the host. Yeah, he was the guest host. And uh, I totally remember that wrong. And then he he's interviewing him, and then it's a word association thing, so it goes black. Well, the black. job at Chevy Chase is the uh, is uh, uh, Richard Pryor is the applicant, right? And Chevy right, Chase right. works at some company, and right. they do a, a little you know word association word association to before so he gets the job. I say black, you say white. Yeah, dog, cat, <laughs> rain. 
Snow. Snow. <laughs> and then it goes on, and then he starts using racist things. You know. Spear chucker. Yeah. And then Richard Pryor goes. Cracker. Uh, yeah. And it, yeah. yes, we all, yes. Yeah. So you can I go on YouTube and, and listen to it. But it builds to Chevy Chase going, nigger. Yeah. And what does Richard he, Pryor say? Oh, no. It goes, uh, then spear chucker, honky. Uh, and then. Tar baby. Honky, honky. Yeah. Then nigger. Dead honky. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, it's got a great tag because he goes, all right, all right you're, you're hired, you're hired. He's, uh, he's enraged this black man. He goes, you know, uh, $10,000 a year. He goes, yo, mama, $15,000. <laughs> grandmama, $25,000. You'll be the highest paid janitor in America. It's, it's fucking so good. It is great. But that would never make the air in this day and age. And You'd think it'd be the opposite. You'd think we're, we're are a more enlightened society, but we're hampered by the alarmists and and I think it's really important to be culturally sensitive, but the the uh, the it's another thing just to be knee jerk reactionary. Yes, and I think that's what the previous uh, we've been accused of that. <laughs> Who we? Who's we? Me. Oh, okay. No, but I agree. I agree with you. When someone it, called why, me a Why not baby? say? Why not say the uh, the the, the spick and uh, dirty uh, whatever uh, yeah. like, uh, Latin American association? Like, right. why not? Why not go after blacks or, or Latinos? Right. But Chinese are well. What you know? What are they going to do? Right, they got all the money. Yeah, yeah. they're going to throw rice at us. I mean, who, you know, whatever. I could. Um, I don't cook it. It's hot. <laughs> Very bad. You see, I, it's oh, whatever. There were equal opportunity offenders here. If if there was a black guest, we'd be doing the the black um, the black yeah. voices and making fun of black people. I I, I and I because I listened to comedy and was in that world as a young man. I I I think it's good to make these jokes and get it out and just and it, you release it you know if you yeah. if you type and you're addressing societal problems and i think colbert was doing that just but in an easy way well he was victim of the twitter doesn't always contextualize things and he doesn't control that twitter that was a comedy central you know right, uh, right, right. social media ding dong who tweeted that out he has his, i i follow him whatever his uh, steven at home right um, so that was Comedy Central's Twitter. Oh, okay. So it's he got associated by someone else tweeting that. I mean, it's just just relax. Yeah. Everybody just you know, come on. There's, people can't breathe in Beijing. You know, there's there's bigger <laughs> fucking issues. Oh no, that, London is going through a, a big uh, pollution thing right now. Yeah. I guess so. What's up with that, London? Tweet at Republicans who say, no, global warming is, uh, you know, or the planet is 10,000 years old. and yeah, Just give those people shit. Just leave Stephen Colbert alone. The lovely man. Um, Will said, uh, just able to finally tune in, Will Wilkins, and suddenly I hear, chink for that matter, what the hell, Marty? Well, I guess, Will, you're going to have to listen back to the podcast that's how we get you that's how yeah <laughs> come, <laughs> come in late you gotta come in late like shit what are they up. talking about they're saying some really bad words yeah will is up in the bay area so he's with my peeps right now so. yeah is he is he a chinese person as well yeah will wilkins is a chinese person <laughs> um oh china oh yeah great red shift says uh damn guys six n-bombs and it's not even 20 minutes in lol um, why, but why do you call it an end bomb? I mean, it's it's a word. It's, yeah. I I don't hate black people. I love black people. <laughs> I love black people. Get, show me the money. <laughs> love that fucking scene. Uh, it's just a word. I mean, I know it's a terrible word, but and it's you been when used you in say terrible, terrible situations, and I know, but it's just a word. Right. Like we're we no, and and we're talking about it in a in a very important context. I think so. Um, but 
by the way, I just got to talk about the Indiegogo campaign. This is the last week of the Indiegogo campaign. I know um, uh, PD, PDG, I think just, or Peter WG just tweeted, or somebody just joined. PDG just joined, but um, I haven't sent you the official letter, so I can't give you one of our shouts out. <coughs> but um, we, we, if you want to go, go to Indiegogo. And do a search for Tuesday's morning, and you'll find... If you want to go, go to Indiegogo. And if you want to go, go to Indiegogo. And go. Go, 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 Indiegogo, Indiegogo. Thank you, Emily. Is singing on any of your guys' resumes at the bottom like special skills? Oh, singing? yeah. You're singing? Oh, yeah. You, everyone just writes singing? Singing. And, everyone, um, everyone I don't gets, think I put it on my... And basic gymnastics. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I, I can do it. didn't put that. I can do a somersault. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's my basic. absolute... One of my absolute favorite things about Hollywood is, is the... You, you get headshots, and on the back are your, the name, your size, you know, so they, you know, he's a six-foot-tall dude. He's a three-foot-tall dude. All your credits, you know, for you guys, it's probably a lot of, you say commercials. And we then, don't list our commercial credits. We usually put oh, uh, um, conflicts on, available conflicts upon available. Yeah. Yes. On your quest. Yes, yeah. meaning I'm in a Samsung commercial, thus I can't be in an Apple commercial for a certain period of time. Bullshit. Okay, but yeah, and you know, I was on fucking the show as a whatever, but at the bottom it always says special skills, which oh, they yeah. have on regular resumes, but regular yeah. resumes are like Microsoft Word. You know, a Photoshop. <laughs> right, uh, you know, right, I right. type eighty-five words a minute. You guys, it's always like oh my ki- God. kayaking. I'm gonna do manual that. driving. I'm gonna put that on my my resume. Just like PowerPoint, PowerPoint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> we're gonna need you to come in and just you know do a little data mining here. Design. Yeah, I remember a dude. C plus plus. He said he could grow a beard in three days, which is you know because they, <laughs> you know, like. That's a skill. Well, you know, they see you and they needed a bearded guy. So he can just go back home and whatever he eats, he grows a beard in three days. I thought, <laughs> that's a weird list of skills. But it's always his singing. He puts and, the Play-Doh in the top of his head and yeah. pushes down and it just comes out his chin. Oh, it comes uh, I didn't expect your beard to be blue. But singing is in, in everyone's. And I, I... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got, a, I put, I've got a, a half octave range. <laughs> Do re me. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> okay. Half an octave. <laughs> yep. Three. Uh, so improv uh, skills. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Wow. You. Yeah. And I'm having a conversation with you. Didn't didn't write it. Did, yeah. Time. I'm not reading. Yes. How was your drive over here? It was good. I just improv that. <laughs> I, I'm off book. Hey, Do you it. see a script? I don't see a script either. That's because there I is. I could have said great. I could have said okay. But I said good. Improv. I made a choice and stuck with it. I stayed true in the moment. Yes. Has anyone ever been in a meeting or had dinner and had a conversation with one anyone or ever spoken to anyone that you you have improv skills? <laughs> it's so awesome. I don't know if I've heard you sing. I'm. I have terrible voice. But I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put that on my. But Steve plays decent guitar. Bill plays awesome bass. I've got bass and banjo, five-string yeah. banjo on my yeah. um, resume. Steve yeah, played. That's, oh, yeah. But I would, you know, you're looking for an actor. Oh, this guy can play the bass. Great. He's, yeah. you know, boom, bring him in. That's how I got Jersey Boys. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but anyhow, back but, to the Indiegogo donors. And yes. You have more. No, that's it. Someone's at the door. Oh, this is... Oh, Marty, can, 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 can't you take the mic with you? He's utterly panicking. Every week, there's some, there's some sort of excitement. Marty's also limping. There's a middle-aged woman at the door. Somebody's interrupting the... It's got to be a religious thing. 
Oh, he leaves the door open. That's, that's and he didn't just say like go away. Yeah, or, he's, he's I'm, too, I'm on the air. Well, he does live alone here, so that when a woman does show up, you oh, don't you right. don't say fuck off. This could be an opportunity. Yes, Marty, have her come in. Have her. No, we've got an extra mic. Oh, wait, he's taking something. Is he now. buying magazines? I think she's selling Girl Scout cookies for her daughter. Oh, no, nice. I don't know. He he took some sort of flyer. This is very exciting. This is uh, what you don't get with terrestrial radio. <laughs> Some, <laughs> someone is at the door. Oh, it's it's a religious person. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I had it was to, my first guest. I had to answer the door because that was my salvation. Um, oh, so yeah, mil- Jehovah's Witnesses. You don't want to be millions will be coming. Will you? Uh, this is for Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. Okay. I taught this to Tamra, or AKA Lance Mountain, when we first moved in together. It's very simple, although it might be hard for you. Because I'm so desperate for it. No, you s- there's two words. They say, hi, I'm from Bobble, but whatever her opening line was, I'm from the, the Watchtower. Have you, have, you, yeah. have you met Jesus today? You just say, I'm a Jew. And they kind of look at you for a second, and they go, <laughs> have a great day. And I told it to Tamara, who's seven feet tall and blonde. Ah. She, she's not a, she is definitely not a Jew. Right. But they came to our door, and she said, I'm a Jew. And they went, goodbye, have a good one. You're fucking going to hell. I don't know if you could pull off Jew. Mm-mm. You got you do have the walk. Oh, what's I, wrong with your yeah, back? Just my legs are just always sore. Oh dear. Just, do you stretch? Um, no, but I'm just well. Gonna, well, no. well, no. You could throw uh, on a real simple heavy, solutions. Heavy Jewish accent. Yeah, I'm coming to the door. Well, I did. I, Wait a moment, I'm coming. I said, I said, I'm an <laughs> this atheist. This is my grandmother. And she said, Oh, well, you should still come. Oh, yeah, that was I'll the, be there. That was the exact wrong thing to say. You Why just, didn't you invite her in? We could have. We, we, we got an ki- extra mic. We could have ah, killed an hour it. with a fucking Jehovah's Witness uh, and find out which her was her favorite Doctor Who character. I, you know, would have been amazing. They they've come to my door before and they've come back after I've had a discussion, basically saying I don't believe in. <laughs> The word of the Bible. I was actually reading, like, the book of Noah or whatever. It's in Genesis. Noah has a book? No, it's not a book. But it's, um, it's like two pages in Genesis. And, like, Darren Aronofsky makes a big epic film out of that. How many? It's two, two minutes long. It's a minute a page, right? Right. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's like three hours long. It's, like, literally, like, two pages. And it's the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> it's, like, when Noah was 500, he had these three kids. And, like... He was 500 years old when he had his kids. Like, his sperm would just be... It would be talc. Yeah. And wh- and then 500 the- years... Like, didn't anyone at that... When they were coming up with that great story... Yeah, like, go, you know what would make this more believable? If he didn't... If he wasn't 500. Let's, go, make him- let's go ask old man Jedediah. He's 40. You know, he's yeah, the yeah. oldest guy in the village. Like, but nope. No, Meth- this guy lived to 500. Methuselah lived till 969. That's not possible. <laughs> it is not I mean, you don't need possible. to know science. You just have to know uh, this many <laughs> rotations around the earth. Yeah, about 40 to 50, and we're dead because it's 5,000 years ago. Yeah. Whatever. Like, 900? Mm-hmm. Th- this book needs a rewrite. Yeah. The editor would have been exactly. like, not believable. Let's bring this down to like 200. The development exec would just like have a list of notes. Yeah, I have a Note lot of number notes. one. Yeah. Make him. It's just not believable that he's 500. Can yeah, be a millennial? Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, they talk about it and they, I've mentioned it, you know, I've had engaged in discussions with these people and they why? just. Why? Because it's, I'm bored. Oh, that that's why I said. Yep. If it were me, I would go, fuck off. But Marty's, you know lives alone with his dogs and he's like oh someone yeah. someone to interact a social with. opportunity yes why don't we grab coffee and talk about religion so back to this indiegogo thing <laughs> uh, at the at the 
Merp level or Merp's level, Smurp, a supporter of Merp's. Um, I've been listening to you guys since the nooner days, but have been too lazy to write. Um, and but doesn't use Twitter much, but at O L I L P A. Um, he says uh, he doesn't use email um, because he he doesn't like spam. We'll get a spam filter. I live in Las Palmas, Canary Islands, Spain. Wow! Yeah. I used to live on Las Palmas near Delongpre in Hollywood. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I've never heard you guys com- comment on any uh, listeners from Spain. Yeah, we do. Um, Arjean. Bar- Barcelona. De España. Yeah, España. We Gracias. Um, we haven't heard from Arjean in a while, but yeah, she she's from Spain. So I just wanted to say hi and let you know that there's one. The two hours a week I listen to your podcast at work are some, are some of the most bearable ones, although sometimes I need to stop it before my coworkers think I'm crazy when I start laughing by myself. Dos horas. Wow, you know, you're so multilingual. Tu es loco. German. Para dos horas, tu es loco. Um, you have to do it with the, with the Spanish uh, accent. Para dos horas, tu es loco. I was an exchange, a foreign exchange student, and I graduated from Elkhorn City High School in Kentucky in 1994, and it's been 20 years already, and I probably Wait, he's from won't... Kentucky? Well, he went, no, he was a foreign exchange student and was put, went to high school in Kentucky. I wasn't listening. Uh... <laughs> I probably won't make it to my 20 year I was trying to translate the top of the hour announcement into Spanish, and I can't do it. Thanks for trying, though. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I want to know every single failure that you have during the show. Okay. okay. Or just during this email? During, during, <laughs> the, during this email, yes. Um, probably be enough. So I was in a relationship for 14 years and been single now for four and enjoying it. Maintaining a single lifestyle is not cheap, and spending a lot of money to go back to his reunion. Uh, and seeing everybody happily married and with loads of kids. Um, Dating ain't cheap either. And a newly found love for God, uh, as Facebook tells us. I'd rather remember people how they were 20 years ago and spend my holidays traveling around Europe. Hell yeah. That sounds like Fuck so much yeah. better than going back to Elkhorn, Kentucky. Elkhorn City, Kentucky. Yeah, don't do that. No. Um, I had a great time in high school. Don't get me wrong. Um, That's not a lateral move, going from <laughs> Spain to yeah. Kentucky. That yeah. is... Falling way down the ladder. Yeah, but I think that's got to. There's got to be some sort of cultural enrichment there, like knowing that, like you know what, Canary Islands, not so bad. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, now that I think about it, I'm pretty happy with what I got. He got kicked out of his first house as an exchange student because he was an agnostic. And, Ooh, yeah, because it must have been an atheist ho- household intolerant of agno- agnostics <laughs> in Kentucky. Yeah, no, no, what? Super uh, religious. Super religious. Uh, so That's so self-serving. Oh, you don't believe the exact same things that I do, but you're open-minded enough to say you're not sure? You're out. Go fuck yourself. Did you guys... So he wants to know if we went to our high school um, reunion. I did go to my most recent... It was like a 20th, maybe? Okay. Um, would it have been 20? I graduated in 1991. Would it have been 2011? Do the math. Let's say 20. Okay. It was awesome. I had a blast. Really? I had a blast. All the... It was... It was <laughs> It was hilarious. I was not particularly popular in high school, um, but I showed up. I was, you know, most of my, most people my age uh, from that scene are um, bald and a little heavy, uh, and I'm not. And I was Cleveland. wearing, I was wearing a nice, Cleveland rocks. welcome to Cleveland. I was wearing a nice Hugo Boss suit, Cleveland and I was, rocks. I was looking pretty good. And all these Cleveland girls that never rocks. talked to me at all were acting like we had been friends in high school. And I was like, I don't know your fucking name. You never talked to me. We didn't hang out. 
And it was like, Bill, Bill, where are you going, Bill? Where are you going after this? It was fucking hilarious. That's and I had a friend who was a, a female friend who we were tight in high school, and she was pissed. Like she was actively pissed at all these girls. Oh, like, really? They don't fucking know. He ain't gonna email you. They're like, they don't fucking know you. What the fuck are they talking, Bill? Bill, this Bill, that. Fuck them. It was awesome. That's awesome. Steve, no. <laughs> Shocker. I went back to my tenth and. Um, you went to high school fairly locally, up in the Bay? Up in the Bay area, yeah. yeah. Henry, N, Henry M. Gunn Senior High School. Private? Mm-hmm. No, public? Super public. Super public. Super public. Oh, I didn't know about those. Yeah. So, uh, everyone was... Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I ended up hooking up with uh, a girl I had a crush on in high school. Nice. Oh, re- re- revisionist history. Yeah. Nice work. Yeah, it was good. No, I dropped out of high school when I was 16 and took some time off. And then went back. So I don't know what year to go back. I, yeah, I, it took me five and a half years to get through high school. How'd you decide to go back? That seems like a pretty. I want. Uh, it's a long fucking story. You know what? I was getting paid by the state to go to school. They had some program to pay you to go to school. So in lieu of working, I was receiving a check from the government or the state. So I went. Oh, all I got to do is go to school. And I was living in an apartment at like eighteen. So I was. Uh, all right, all right, all right. I was 19 and a half, <laughs> nice. still going to high school with children. H- hitting on teachers. Yes, hitting on um, teachers. You, you got to see. Fun. So I have three graduating classes. My original year, then I went back, but then I stretched it another six months where I just went to gym once a week and was receiving a stipend from the state. So I don't know what it's, year I graduated. You'll get it all in Steve's one-man show. <laughs> yes, please come see the Las Palmas 99-seat theater. It's just called... Tickets are still available. It's called Reunion? Reunion? Question mark? <laughs> uh, it's actually... It has the most number of blackouts in any theater. <laughs> you know what a blackout yes. is. It's, I, I love them. Uh, so Kruger, it's like a strobe light. Kruger actually has an amazing story we'll have to get into someday. It's a, it'll take the whole podcast. Yeah, well, I, I re- remembered the other day, I told it to a playwright, showrunner dude who he thinks it's a movie. And I'm yeah. Like, eh. no, we, yeah. But I, we drove to Vegas in his Prius. Yeah. And I told him the entire story. And it took the entire drive. Jeez. Like it is dense. Yeah. But um, maybe we'll tell it in pieces. We'll do it year by year. Yeah. It's, well, we'll do like. Uh, I was emancipated from my parents at 16. I think. I don't know. I guess we're getting into it. All right, all right. No, it's a teaser. Okay. Please come see my show. At uh, the super fan level, we have to thank Keegan and at Owly, not Owly. And that's A A A U L I, not O-W-L-Y. Mm. Long-time listener, but I never get to listen live. You brighten the day. The next day. And that's Owly um, pronounced that's a nice like little, the bird. Um, that's a nice little slogan. Yeah. You oh, bright, yeah. You, we brighten your day. The, the next, next day. day. Any day. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, it's the top of the hour. Oh, it's my God. Coast morning show. So what's, what do you mean, oh, my God? You're the respect the format guy. You know what? It's not the top of the hour, and you're probably not listening to the Smod Coast Morning Show. So fuck all of you, particularly those of you on the East Coast. Um, by East Coast, he means on the east side of this table, which is me. <laughs> <laughs> so Bill is just... Oh. So anyhow, I think Auli is from Sweden, I believe. Oh, shoot. I should have done my work. But anyhow, thank you so much, Auli. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, somebody... I, when he went to, uh, to Starbucks, they actually wrote A-W-O-W-L-Y. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for the hours of listening pleasure, Owly. Yay. You're welcome. Hours for Owly. 
So uh, you have, if I forgot your name, email me again, and I will announce your name on the radio, on the computer radio. And if you haven't joined the Indiegogo campaign, please go uh, to Indiegogo and no, go, sign, go, sign Indiegogo. up. And there, there are all sorts of rewards, and, um, and then we'll do something really cool. <laughs> we haven't figured it out yet. Uh, so did I miss the ded- did I miss the show's dedication? Is this a dedicated episode? Uh, you know what I I don't know whether to dedicate this to, to this person or not um, because I sent the email saying I'm going to dedicate it because to they're you. Asian and we said chink like fifty yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a vitriolic episode. And I don't know if they want to be associated <laughs> with it. Uh, I might save it because I haven't heard back from him. So I'll wait till I hear back and then uh, and then we'll dedicate next week's episode to him because he might want to a- answer some questions or yeah, something like that. Yeah, of course. Um, so, uh, okay, I'm just going to go through some... T- Are you looking at the tweets? On the um, I fired this little computer up that we got courtesy of our Indiegogo contributions, and I just got the home screen, so I gave up. Oh. It's an Acer. Yeah. No, there it is. Yeah. It's just, it's just a just screensaver of a... We'll go to the browser and then pick a, start up Twitter. It's not... Any. I don't know the login and all that shit. So uh, Chris wants to know, I, I went to a public school with a fencing team. No, we didn't have a fencing team uh, at our school. I had to do that at a fencing Extracurricularly? At a fencing club, yeah. And it was great because I, I got to do contract PE, so I never had to take... I never took PE in junior high or high school. Oh, you lucky bastard. Yeah, it was great. I didn't have to get all sweaty and gross. With no, I got, I got to use a foil. Is that on your resume at the bottom of special skills? Do you have fencing or, or sword, sword work? Yeah. 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 Of course. <laughs> that, that, is, that is a very special skill. That is skill. a very oh. special skill. Uh. <laughs> right right next to Lotus 1, 2, 3. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. D-Base. And what's the... C++ programming. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, JavaScript. <laughs> PHP. Yeah, you said that. I just love you at a corporate job interview, and you're like, "It says that you fencing is is, is that a is that a program I'm not familiar with? No, I I, I will I will fence for you if, if, so, if need be." Will Wilkins said, uh, "The uh, said I wanted to know that I'm in love with the show today. Can't wait to listen back, and I've taken you off the air. <laughs> <laughs> can't can't blame him. Like he he is our FCC basically. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm getting back to the. Are we still in the Indiegogo? We're still on the air, actually. Mail you can sack. keep talking <laughs> as I pull some stuff up. <laughs> what do you mean he pulled us off the air? No, no he was lying. We were too oh, offensive. Okay. Yeah. We're not offensive. We finally crossed the line. Yeah. Can you think of... There was a list of 15 underrated movies, missed but must see. Um, and they list... Number one was The Cable Guy. I never did see that, but I heard it was dark and fun. Mm, just kind of dark. You could miss that one. Yeah. It's, eh. Yeah. But number two is Zodiac, and I totally agree with that. Didn't see it. It's a fantastic movie. See the director's cut. It's even it's even longer. It's a very long movie, but I don't it's like really long good. movies. You would like this movie. It's, well, it's like I don't like two movies. movies. It 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 starts a narrative and then it, it ends and then it picks it up again. It's really yeah. It's curiously um, structured. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. It's Fincher's masterpiece. It's I think it's his best movie. Yes. Um, yeah, see it. It's good. Yeah, and uh, I know Hudson Hawk's not going to be on that Gyllenhaal list. Hall is really good in that. Gl- Gl- but I love Gl- that movie. Gyllenhaal is that how you pronounce J- it? Jake. Gake- Robert Downey Jr. is really good. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it's good. See it. Yeah, 
Uh, Warm Bodies is on this list. Yeah. Really? Zombie it's, comedy? Yeah, it's cute. It's cute, but... Cute, but Jackie Brown? No, I think Jackie Brown is overrated. Was so bo- I made it 20 minutes in the movie. I was so fucking bored. That is, and I've so said it many bored. times before. I still don't even know what it's about. I didn't even get to just, a point where anything was actually happening. You could have so cut bored. 45 minutes out, and it would have been an awesome movie. I don't know how you fuck up Elmore Leonard. I, it's, it, it is a testament to Tarantino is not the Pope. He's not infallible. Yeah. Yeah. He, like Elmore Leonard, and that's a, it's Rum Punch, I think is the book. Is it? No, that's Rum Punch is uh, in Leonard. What is Jackie Brown based upon? It's not called... Right. All right, someone look at it. Keep th- thanks. thanks, Marty. <laughs> you keep talking. I'll, you talk. I'll, I'll look up stuff. But it, it's an Elmore Leonard book, and if you've not read Elmore Leonard, you should. He just died, I think. Yeah, last year. Last year. Uh, he's an American crime writer out of Justified, Detroit. Yeah, Justified is based on his short, short story. story. You, you guys know people who work on yes. Justified, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, uh, Taylor Elmore. Chris um, Provenzano. Chris Provenzano. Yeah. And he's... This he's the guy that kind of invented the hey let's have crime dudes to sit around and talk about Laverne and Shirley, which Tarantino obviously was heavily influenced by with mm-hmm. his early work and you know um, I apologize it is Rum Punch, apology not accepted, <laughs> <laughs> Dick just looked at me like no 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 end I get it at home I get no, it at work no, no, that's it's not yes a no end that's a fact it's a fact <laughs> it's a fact that, that I know that I've read right. every fucking Elmore Leonard I, book I've read Rum Punch too. Didn't but recognize it in the movie. I know, exactly. I was like, this is rum punch. He's He filmed the wrong things. And why, why is this so boring? And they're just sitting in cars talking for hours and hours. And and, and just long shots of her just riding an escalator. Just like, yeah. Okay, okay you cut, know, cut know, to the, 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 uh, the, the escalator the, the deaf tones. The, the, what are they called? That, that soul band from the 70s. That oh. it, it's just, it's yeah. just it peppered with it. But it goes back to my, I, I think he's a great scene writer. The first scene in um, uh, the German one, yeah. the Inglorious Bastards, Great. is one of the best scenes I've ever seen in a movie. And then he repeats he it five more times. Like I, I feel like I've seen this scene. And in don't, the same movie, don't they? And don't they have to do some stuff? Like he never has characters do anything. They just have long scenes, usually at a diner, where they talk about everything. Show, don't tell. Yeah, and I just, I none of his movies have ever had this satisfying, like, oh, here's the story, and it gets more complicated, and then it's resolved. And I understand not every movie has to follow, you know, the classic paradigm, but I've never felt, like, satisfied by one of his movies, and none right. more than, than Rum Punch, a.k.a. Jackie Brown. Uh, I, I agree. But I think that it was there. I, I want a good editor to come in, just like let's do it. Yeah. Let's re, let's recut it. Like, oh yeah, who who did that? Um, Topher Grace did that with the Star Wars movies. He t- put all the which is what I was saying for uh, years. The first three Star Wars movies is one story. Right, you know the fucking end. You know he's going to become Darth Vader, and and he you know he screened it at his home yeah. for his friends and family or whatever. And I would love to see that because I, I'll bet it would be a fun movie. I'm not a lawyer, but I think there's some copyright issues. Mm, I don't see. No. I've seen the Phantom edit. It's it's okay. Yeah. It's, but yeah, it's there's no need for three movies to tell uh, that story. Moviefanatic.com is where this list is on and there's Office Space is listed on there. That's not an overrated, underrated movie. Everybody saw it. Everyone, every, every human it. being, it's every a, male. It's, it's our generation's Caddyshack. Yeah, everyone who's been in a cubicle has seen that movie, which is many, many people. Yes. Saw it in the theaters. I did, did too. You? I saw it in the really? theaters too. And there it was go. empty. Oh, yeah. There were like four other people in there. Yeah. Maybe, were you? That was <laughs> with the popcorn? Yeah. And the, and the seats in the yeah. dark? Oh, yeah. 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 Were you alone? 
I was with. I was next to you. Oh, yeah, I was with. A, I, was with a, I was with a chick. Oh, we were going to go see uh, the other sister. That movie about um, mentally challenged oh, yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. And then I, I check it out at the last. Nice. Second. It's a good. Good call. I saw it at the Beverly Center. Fascinating story. Yes. Um, Watchmen is not an over underrated movie. It's just not a very good movie. It's not a very good movie. It's a shit. Uh, Stranger. I don't than, think it's a very good graphic novel. To be honest with you. Oh, I, love I think it. it's grossly overrated. Uh, Stranger Than Fiction with um, Will Ferrell. That's fun. Will Ferrell. That's good. I really like that movie. Enjoyed it. Yep. Uh, Night Shift. What? With Henry Winkler? Yeah. Ron Howard's second movie. No. Shelley Long. Yeah, where he's running a positive case as a call girl. Isn't that what it is? It's they're running a morgue and he turns it into it's risky business with a morgue. Right. Sold. A lot of whorehouse movies in the eighties. Oh yeah. A lot, of, a lot of hookers with hearts of gold. Yeah. Not so much anymore. American Gigolo. Yeah. Best little whorehouse in Texas. Well, and... and uh, risky Business. Risky Business, yeah. yeah. Back when Rebecca de Mornay was attractive. Oh, and she's Tom still Cruise wasn't, wasn't gay yet. I mean, allegedly. Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World. Tremendous movie. I love really? that movie. Tremendous. It's, fan- it's fantastic. I hate boats. Yeah. My dad loves all that boat shit. But it's I, I hate it's a stunning and, movie. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It wouldn't even have occurred to me to go see that movie. It's wonderful. Rain well, it's based fo- on a book. Rain of Fire. What? Rain of Fire. Wait, was Christian it the Bale? Christian Bale dragon? Yeah, yeah. No. Matt Greenberg went, went to McConaughey, Yale. McConaughey? Went to Yale. No. He, he was in that. Uh, he wrote it seems that. unlikely that that's good. Uh, it was fun. It was fine. Um, I sh- King of Comedy. Best Scorsese movie. I think it's... A, it's, it's better than Goodfellas. I, uh, after Hours is my favorite. Oh yeah, that's a really good one. But that's an era that he was um, was on the right amount of cocaine. Right. Or, so basically, the, after two? King of Comedy, he was on a ton of cocaine. Yes. And then his his reform was doing After Hours, which is really good. Yeah. The best Cheech and Chong movie I've ever it's, seen. It's a very tightly told tale. <laughs> People Com- forget that Cheech and Chong were in a Scorsese movie. That's pretty awesome. I was an amazing cast. Catherine O'Hara is fantastic in that movie. Griffin Dunn. Uh, uh, Roseanne Arquette. Yeah. Terry Garr. John Hurd. Yes. Um, it's fantastic. Yeah. But I, 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 I flipped the TV on and rarely do this, but just one of the HD channels had a Cheech and Chong movie. And I went, I, I'm going to watch this for <laughs> a minute. Up in smoke? Still Ooh. smoking? I don't fucking know. All I know is Stacey Keach was in it and he was transmogrifying into a lizard because this weed <laughs> that they were making turned you into a lizard. And um, Wow. That's pretty awesome. That's I love it. That was a movie, and they're just kind of walking around talking about, "Hey, man, we should do an old old folks home for hippies, man." Yeah, it'd be good. Like they're just sort of improving and not <laughs> really it jokes, just rambling, rambling. Yeah, it was. And then there's just random boobs, like every '80s movie. Yeah. I, I I never got them. And looking back through the prism of adulthood, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's not really. I just people like they're talking about weed, and they that was it. That was their shtick. They smoke weed. I guess uh, I went on a, on a couple dates with Tommy Chong's daughter. Hey now, name dropper. Yeah, totally. Ray Dong Chong? Uh, no, other one. Oh, not not an A list Chong. No, she was awesome. Is she Ray Dong great. Chong actually Tommy Tommy yeah. Chong's daughter? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, the uh, number twelve on this list, Australia. Baz Luhrmann's garbage. Yeah, it seems okay. unlikely that that's Just entertaining. Garbage. Never saw it. Garbage. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I loved it. Loved that movie. Wasn't flawless, but I loved it. Seen it. Uh, saw it recently. Still holds up. Does it? Yep. Never seen the it. The rebirth of um, Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Mich- Michelle Monaghan is great. Yeah, it's um, it's Shane Black's movie. I know. 
I've never you seen it. You never saw it? No. You should see it. It's I think it's streaming on one of the uh the streaming things. <laughs> okay. Computers. Uh Rush. My sister really liked Rush. Oh, I was worried we were getting into bands now. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, I hate Rush. Sorry, Canada. Yes. Yes. Rush. Rush. Emerson Lake and Palmer. Unlistenable. Oh, we're we doing word association. Triumph. Yeah. Uh Asia. Did you guys see Rush? No. No. All right. Which one was that one? It's the, the it's one with Thor. No, no, it's the one with Oh, Thor. the more recent there's yeah. one in like oh, the, 90s. the um the Opie one. Thor the race car driver. Yeah. yeah. That Opie directed. <laughs> that's that's our review. <laughs> <laughs> nope, didn't Thor, see it. Thor the race car driver directed by Opie. Didn't see it. Uh, a history of violence. I think that's an overrated movie. Which one is that? That's the, the David Cronenberg film where with Maria Bello where they have sex on the stairs and like I think I stopped watching after they had sex on the stairs. They had sex on the stairs, and the whole time I'm watching, it's supposed to like this long, passionate scene. I'm just thinking, she's th- that's uncomfortable. That's right. they're, they're your back. Painful. Your back they're, must they're, be. You're bruising. Raging, that's not right the now. one with the big fight in the steam room. No, that's, that's the one. Uh, after Eastern, Eastern promises. promises. Yeah. yeah, that one I liked. I think. Yeah, yeah with uh, the Lord of the Rings guy. Can you think of Viggo Mortensen? Same. Yeah, yeah same in both. But can you think of uh, another movie that should have been on this list? Last Action Hero, Hudson Hawk. Loved him. I don't care. Fuck you. I loved him. Okay. No, I think that list is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Spot on. Don't care. Don't care. About, don't like movies. I don't they're, know why. Um, I don't know why Time Bandits isn't a bigger. Wasn't a bigger splash and isn't more in the discussion. Oh, yeah. Brazil is talked about all the time as a classic, but I actually thought Time Bandits was Tighter. terrifying and yeah. brilliant. And that that whole idea at the very end, um, where he actually brought to life. A child playing with all of his toys, like knights and spacemen and army soldiers and cowboys all mixed together, but he actually brought it to life on a giant scale. I thought it was fascinating and incredibly dark. I mean, a lot of social commentary with the um, the game shows and the the relation, the relation, the generational relationship. It it gave me incredibly dark ending. Very strange nightmares. Don't touch it. It's evil. Chris Brown, <laughs> Adventures of Brand von Munchausen. He, uh, Terry Gilliam. He's, uh, we we've shit on Jackie Brown many times, and he goes, "I still love Jackie Brown." My wrong. second favorite movie, no matter what You're Marty wrong. says. You're wrong. Uh, you know, no, Bridget Fonda is great in that movie. She's in it. I don't think I even got to a point where she appeared on screen. I was bored. Yeah, she was, was so. That's bored. like the one, the one performance I thought she's like good in. That was pretty much it for her. I haven't seen her around. I'm sure. She, She's doing just great. She's okay. Yeah, got she's, fond of money. Yeah. And then, then Chris Brown and Tyson uh, were quick to point out it's the Delph- Delphonics. Delphonics. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. I, I You know, I was a movie was haunting me the other day, and I only saw it once, and I loved it. It was Heavenly Creatures, which is a Peter, yeah. early Peter Jackson is a good and one. early Kate Winslet. And it's, about, it's a true story of two Australian girls in the 50s, I think, who become but, I, rabbit, intertwined. As friends. And Forbidden then, Lovers? Mm, it, it, Which movie are you talking about? Uh, Heavenly, Heavenly Creatures. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. Great yeah. I, bet, I, I never hear about it anymore. I never see it. But I was reminded of the, the scene at the end. Um, spoiler alert. It is in New Zealand. I'm sorry. New Zealand. Yeah. Okay. It's like saying, you know, Philly or Jersey. It's just whatever. It's the same thing. <laughs> oh, don't say that to a Philly or Jersey person. Joke over. <laughs> <laughs> see, that didn't trend. I, I like it. My Australian friend loves it. He wants to shoot little videos of it, of him telling classic Australian jokes. Yeah, it's it's the girl from uh, it's Kate Winslet. Kate and Winslet, the, yeah. and the girl from uh, Two and a Half Men, or the woman. She's in Two and a Half Men. Yeah, the ah. other, yeah, Melanie Linsky. I don't, I don't care for that. I, I oh, mean, she's I, I haven't great. watched that show. She's I a, oh, oh, I don't mean the show, but she's a very good actress. Oh, good. 
But the 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 moment when they uh, take they they plot to kill one of their mothers, I forget which one, because they have been kept apart by their parents, and that scene is holy it is a, shit. And it's a very romantic movie. I mean, it's not like explicitly sexual, but it's a very like it, it gets it captures the sort of the doom that you feel when you in your first breakup. You know, yes. you just feel like nothing will ever be right in the world. When you're, you know, 15 or 16, or in my case, 43. Oh, boy. Um, and, and the desperation that you feel as a confused adolescent, perfectly. Yeah, it's just... It, it's, and it's based on a tr- yeah, it's true, true story. story. It's, it's an interesting way to tell that classic story where it's not a, a boy and a girl and, you know, my dad is rich and her mom is poor and they can't be together and Romeo and Juliet, blah, blah, blah. This is two girls who are sort of attracted to one of another but it's it, it isn't explicit it's not a lesbian story it's a, right. a love story right a, a right. love tragedy and I, I always thought wow this guy's really good he's gonna and make the hobbit someday and bore and the shit see, out of like, me th- th- that was a movie he made after the frighteners i think and no before before okay yes. uh now I, you're agreeing with me <laughs> no no i was asking the frighteners you know, was fun yeah it wasn't but great. it was, it was um, fun there was a lot of c or uh, there were a couple cg moments in the uh, heavenly creatures, and it was the first those army men that came to life. I thought that was really cool. But we're talking about heavenly creatures. That happened in heavenly creatures. Did you? Yeah, fuck. the the little they they play oh, with. Right, that's right. Sorry, they play with dolls. I'm, I'm a dick. And, and, I'm, uh, fuck cl- me. Clay and yeah, fuck it's me. it's a yeah. Uh, and it, it opened my eyes of like, oh, you can tell a human story using non computer, yeah yes computer elements. Um, I still I still love Peter Jackson's. Um, splatter comedies. Oh yeah, better than anything he's done since. Oh really? You didn't better than Heavenly Creatures? Yeah, just because he just attacked no a room full of zombies with, with a, a lawn with a lawnmower strapped over. That's yeah. that's gonna be more interesting than any sort of character driven dumb girls love story <laughs> to me. So, uh, Rob Vitetta says that I am Australian and I think Australia is fucking awful. Cringed myself into a coma watching that. Joke over. Uh, and then Chris Brown says there's no way anyone should think F1 Rush is better than the Drugs Rush or the band Rush because he's Canadian (laughs) and then Tyson says Existence is underrated and I just saw that again recently and it's it's a good movie I like that Um, Ethan Hawke is that that one? no this is the one with Jude Law and uh, Jennifer Jason Leigh the video game thing Cronenberg I liked uh what was the what was the animated Richard Linklater one? Not Waking Life. Oh, uh, the, the the sci-fi one. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I actually I thought that was tight. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. Um, it had Robert Downey Jr. and Keanu yeah, Reeves. Yeah, the Philip K. Dick one. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, if only we could find out I what it is. Let's, it. Just, let's I, just have people yell. How at many the, devices are yell at your at, computers, at, at, everybody? Because we're not going to look that one up. I'd yeah. never seen anything like it. I thought it was a blast. Have you read much, Dick? Uh. <laughs> I don't like the way you phrased that, Marty. What are you talking oh, about? I, Marty, I live for dick. And you know, you can tweet in what that movie is. I can't. And I'm not going to read that tweet on that. I can't get enough dick, Marty. Um, I, uh, I don't think I have, although my band in Ireland was named after one of a chapter title of one of his books. Which one? Bobby Pulls a Wilson was the name of my band. Actually, that might not have been Philip K. Dick. That might have been another... Robert Heinlein? Huh. Spider Fuck Arthur C. Clarke? I never read the books. I don't know. No. They're good. They're really good. They're, they're the the very, nerds are going crazy right now. <laughs> they're very Oh my god, unnerving. that's so obvious. That's chapter seven of Robert Island's Stranger in a Strange Land. <laughs> what do these neophytes know about nerddom? Sorry. No, it's good. 
I might have soiled the mic with all the spit. Who wrote Necromancer? Or is that not a book? That is a book. Written a by Neuromancer. Yes, Neuromancer. that one. William Gibson. William Gibson. That's and who actually, had the chapter title, can, Bobby Pulser Wilson. You can pre-buy his book. Necromancer. You can pre- yeah, that's a, It's that's, a comic book, isn't it? No, Necromancer? That's, a, that's a, a class in Dungeons & Dragons. It's a character in The Hobbit. Evil. Right. They're the ones who... I'm glad I don't know these things. Who do spells on the dead. Um... It? It's too bad we don't oh, have the lady, the lady nerd here. I know, she, she would, would, she would, she would be, be all over this. This would be her moment. But yeah, you can pre-buy William Gibson's new book that comes out in October. Pre-buy? Yeah, pre. What I is pre-buying? What, I don't know what that gets you. Isn't he dead? But you can pre-order. But you can now yeah. pre-buy. Whatever, pre-order. Pre-order. Yeah. I am gonna read the tweet, Marty. It was uh, called "A Scanner Darkly." God damn it! Why do you shit on everything? I, that would been so good to just let that stretch i don't know i i really was excited to remember the title mm. i don't have to agree with you marty to be to be you a never agree with me boys all right i'm getting to the good part here oh god where, where are we i'm yeah are we, are we still in the indiegogo no no we no oh, I, that, I, that ended i ended that by saying if you you have one week left please donate please donate we're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. I want to get my hands that mail sack. Yeah, that was great. Archie Goodwin writes in, Hey, Merps just sent in my Indiegogo contribution. I forgot last time to tell you that I'm 29 male and a security officer from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. How well did that movie... Uh, wasn't it called Cedar Rapids? Did they capture the essence of Cedar Rapids, Archie? Um, he said, I can't wait to hear you guys uh, playing Fiasco. I can't wait to get that going, too. I was wondering if you guys ever read web comics, and if so, what are your favorites? Mine are Penny Arcade, Girl Genius, and Order of the Stick. This is probably an Emily question. Yeah, I, I haven't been able to um, get too far into web comics. I did look at... Um Axe Cop, is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh, where the, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where the, the kid, like the five-year-old kid basically writes the thing and the guy illustrates it and it gets super weird, super It's pretty fast. cool. It's fun. But there's something about, I, we talked about this before about Kindles and other things. When it comes to comics, I really like holding them in my hand. I just don't like clicking through stuff as I read. It's, it, I get bored. I don't like But if sitting. it's just one panel comic, you know, like Penny Arcade, not one panel, but one page comic, you know, a daily sort of thing, would you do that? I wouldn't remember to do it daily, but uh, <laughs> if someone emailed me a link, I'd certainly read it. Um, there was one called the Perry Bible Fellowship that I really liked, uh, but he stopped doing it. So, <laughs> and then I stopped looking for it. I mean, you know, how old is this guy? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah, you could wait till you're older. You don't have time for this shit. Right. I got so many things to do today. Yeah. Well. Uh, you are going to, to satisfy a woman every night. It's very. She's not even here. Oh, you have to do it over. I, have to sat- I satisfy myself every night. Oh, that that only that what forty seconds. Yeah. Moving on. I'm getting it down. All right. Uh, you, so Steve is going away for ten days, right? Yeah. Where are you going? Back to China, so I can take my unique brand of racism <laughs> to the homeland. Just your- I, it's. I always say I, I'm taking my eye products back to where they were born. I'm going to show my iPad. This is. This is where someone made you and then committed suicide because their work life is unlivable. No, I'm going to Hong Kong. 
And have you plotted out the restaurants you're going to? Uh, just one night so far. But oh. yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of eating. And yeah. you're just going to be in Hong Kong the whole time? Uh, we were going to fly on Malaysian Air over to Thailand, and we decided not to <laughs> before the plane went missing. But yeah, I, uh, you know, right. I, I don't know. That'll, you'll get some One stuff. of my favorite things about China is, and I don't speak Mandarin. It is gonna, delicious air that you the, can the air is horrible. spoon into your lungs. But when you, I know a few phrases just to get around, and you have to, uh, Mandarin and your parents speak Cantonese. And my mother your does. Mother's. Um, it, it's all about pronunciation. You know, it really, like a word can have the same spelling and just a slightly different uh, delivery means something completely different. So you really have to sound... Chinese, like you can't, uh, you know, you say uh, ni hao, and they look at you like what, and then you say oh ni hao, and they're like oh, okay, you're saying hello, like it's it's that Im- important. So I love to just walk around the streets in China where I'm just ensconced in Chinese people and just make up Chinese gibberish, <laughs> just going nah, bing nah, and, and and no one looks at me like there's some guy just saying a bunch of random words, but it is like so satisfying. If you did that here, you the police would shoot you. Yes, they, I would be tased and then shot, and then there'd be a protest about me. But you can just walk around and just make Chinese-sounding words. I know. What is wrong with you? It's fun because it's, it's Jesus Christ. It's a return dude. to your childhood, and you're like saying just weird Chinese sounds, and then you, you're you're not looked at as a weirdo. You're just sort of like that guy's pronouncing that word wrong. So that's pretty much all I'm looking forward to in China. And that's yeah, that's it. You guys just going for kicks. Yeah, the, my lady is there working. Oh, nice. And, uh, and will she be working the 10 days? No, no, no. Day? She's done, and then I'm flying. and meet, we're, She's in Shenzhen. I'm meeting her in, in Hong Kong. Um, right, right. That's awesome. Yes, I'm excited. Every year I go you, to China. You have to go to the uh, Tiger Balm Gardens. What? You know Tiger Balm? That, that, yeah, of course. So that guy got rich, and he built this crazy garden in the, the, like the 20s or 30s that has like these Chinese dragons dressed up in like pinstripe suits and it's, it's insane. Okay. It's, uh, it's, it's on the list. Up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, travel tip from Marty. Thank you. Uh, I'm, is well, anyone, uh, anyone from the show from Hong Kong? Yeah, is we it? have Victor. Victor, Victor is Victor. from Hong Kong. Yeah, well, well, oh, yeah, Victor, do us a favor and uh, tweet Steve places to, to go see or any good restaurants. Yes. If you, that's at Steven Kruger with a PH. Yes. All right. Hi, Murps. Just wanted to say, uh, I just say that to last week, oops, there's some spelling issues here. Um, <laughs> my favorite cocktails are Mai Tai, Zombie, Long Island Iced Tea, Bloody Mary, and many more. So basically, you like drinking. This is Michael in Germany. So uh, you don't like Jaeger? Jaeger. Traitor. Jaeger. That's, oh, Jaeger? That's Bill's, the beer that Bill is a spokesperson for. The Crisp Pilsner oh, okay. from Northern Germany. A couple of years ago, on New Year's Eve, I ordered one of each of these, and I probably did the same like Emily after St. Paddy's. I used to like Guinness, but after five pints and a shot of Morgan, um, the 70% one, wow, I didn't feel so well uh, in the (laughs) next afternoon. Um, So, what's the question? Yeah, I'm I'm looking for the question. These are not pre-read. No, they're not. Oh, okay, cool. Later that day, I was bothering some cute Canadian girls about the U.S. Uh, How little did I know? What did they think about you? About us. Huh? I don't... Wait, mm-hmm. what? Um, yes. Oh, so he says, I don't drink Guinness anymore. I need it fruity or sweet. Just like my sex. Either. Mm. Wait, what? <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh. Were we talking about drinking I'm proud week? to be a b- pussy. I think he asked a question about what 
what we were drinking. Oh, four St. Patty's. Yeah. Ah. Uh, do, are there any girl drinks that you guys like? What's a girl drink? You know, like, um, haven't you seen the Kids in the Hall sketch, Girl Drink Drunk? It's about a guy who doesn't drink, and they're like, oh, have this fruity drink. Um, it's Dave, what's his Cosmopolitan name? Cosmopolitan or something? No, yeah, and then he likes it, and then so he starts drinking, and he's like, gets hides the blender in the office closet, and then, you know, in the end, he's just drinking a milkshake that he pours vodka into. Girl drink drunk. Um, I like I like the Gold Rush, classic. which is bourbon and honey and something else, which is a little unnecessary. Mm. No, I, I I still don't know what a girl drink but is. Like sweet. It's a sweet drink. Well, it's like it's got cranberry juice. It's one that that you umbrellas drink, that, and that is designed to hide the alcohol. Well, I think a good drink it it. It plays musical notes along with it. It it it, it heightens it and doesn't hide it. But well, yeah, this it, one plays a Britney Spears song. Yeah, I mean, if you just take high C or fruit punch and pour vodka in it, that's a whatever. But I I, I like this. Um, You're getting close to the pink ascot. Yeah, the, I, I like this yeah. drink called a a, um, a Mexican made, which is a tequila version of a uh, drink called a, a Kentucky made, and it's um, Kentucky made is bourbon, molds. Um, Cucumber, mint, and something sweet, and it's very refreshing. But they make it with tequila. But that's that's all I drink. I don't I don't really drink bo- booze. Hmm. It's you have an occasional it's, beer. You oh, like- I drink beer. I'm drunk right now. I mean, yeah. I love fuck beer. Is like beer is water. All right. All, right. all right, but yeah, those drinks are very like. Is this guy in his like early twenties? Long Island iced teas. That's <laughs> right. that's not a drink. That's amateur uh, drink. Yeah, it's just I need to get fucked up like yesterday. The adios, motherfucker. <laughs> this is from Jeff. Sorry, buddy. I didn't mean to pick on your whoever wrote that. Oh, that was Michael. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Michael. Just yeah. you know, try maybe just a, a, a martini. Oh, I love a good martini. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not really a drink. It's just alcohol. Yeah. Chilled. Yeah. I still. I. I bourbon is my it. favorite booze, and I have yet to have a bourbon drink that I like more than just bourbon. Yeah. yeah. I like tequila, but just with some lime and some ice and maybe some bitters. But that's it. Mm. But. Um, I'm also just drinking alone in my home. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not at a bar like talking to chicks where you hey, you want another Long Island iced tea? And maybe I can drop Get it in there. Maybe well, I can put my finger in you a little later. I wonder if, is there a good Long Island iced tea out there? It's every alcohol, right? Yeah, and it's it things the that clears, you, it's, isn't it? No, I, it's gin, vodka, which you're not supposed to mix. Tequila, you're not supposed to mix. And I thought, I don't know. I don't know what's in it. Cause something I, brown. Yeah. I, triple and sec. And then some Coke. Triple yeah. seconds of Coke. Yeah. Okay. It's like all the clear liquors. It's, Disgusting. Yeah. Uh, and okay. like people people who don't drink and don't know a lot about drinking but know that drink exists. This happened to me several times. I'd go to a bar with someone who doesn't normally drink. They're like, well, we're at a bar. I guess I'll get a, oh, geez, uh, I'll have a Long Island iced tea because it sounds sort of refreshing and mellow and they don't they get know destroyed. anything about drinking. Yeah. They take one sip and they're like, oh, fuck. I blew that one. Um, hey, duders and gal. No gal today. Wanted to let you know I got a promotion at work yesterday. Congratulations. Congratulations. And I probably won't be able to listen live anymore from meetings and training new employees. Congratulations. I will be You're not missing next anything. Day for sure. No, we love Jeff listening in. Did you guys catch the finale of How I Met Your Mother? That was a very satisfying finale, I thought, right up there with Breaking Bad and tons uh, better than Dexter. Thanks for the free funny. Make sure you hit record so we don't miss anything. Jeff from... Capital idea, Jeff. Jeff, we hit record. 
Akron. No, I didn't catch the finale. Oh, we're at one bar on the battery thing. <laughs> I haven't caught <laughs> an episode of How I Met a Mother, to be honest with you. Well, I met apparently, your you know, it's... But I saw, I saw a headline this morning that the, it was really controversial. It. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people hated it, basically. It, was... it got very sentimental at the end, and they, they just showed the mom dying. <laughs> wow. Spoiler! Whatever. I, I don't care. It's a TV show. It yeah. didn't spoil it's, anything it's a... for me. Well, it's yeah. also a half hour. It's not like Lost or something where... I need to answer questions. Although the show is a the premise, a is, premise yeah, is a mystery, a mystery. But you can't keep that alive for that many years. I thought it was a good show for a while. I thought the writing was good, but I've never seen a show where actors just phoned it in. They were except for the gay guy. He's good. <laughs> He's fucking great. Um, and what great casting! Like take you know a Tony award winning you know kind of fay dude and make him the. Uh, the ladies man i yeah. think that's like oh that's that's kind of cool yeah. yeah but uh it was it was really sharp writing for a while but i think a couple of the actors on the show were like yeah i, I do movies and uh i just kind of come in and phone it in i think it's hard when you have i'm not gonna say their names jason oh. siegel but you know <laughs> i don't even know there's the girl from american pie i don't know anybody they, else they just it. phone it in they were just allison hannigan of uh buffy right. vampire slayer right from american pie mm-hmm. yeah uh i don't uh, sitcoms are very difficult because they're, like you said, they're not telling a, a full story. Like in Lost, you're they're invested week after week. Yeah. So it's hard to, to wrap them up satisfyingly. And I don't know if, you know, I think um, the New Heart show did it well. Genius. And, yeah. um, and it should and be a joke. It. it shouldn't be. It should you be know, funny. Right, right. I met your mother and then she died. And I'm, I'm telling <laughs> you this long story. Like, no, I Good just. Sm- I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yeah. It, I don't know. Who cares? How is Two and a Half Men going to end? Oh, when is Two and a when Half Men? Is I hope Angus, whatever his name, comes back. And <laughs> shoots everyone and just goes on a mad religious <laughs> shooting spree. Yeah. For God. That would be awesome. Um, yeah, I, don't, I, I, I didn't see I'm glad you liked it, um, Jeff. I, I, I have not seen the show. Jeff who lives in Akron. Yeah. But um, it, it was very controversial. And Dexter was terrible. I didn't even see it. I just read what they did and, and went, oh, my effing God. They, they God just awful. went. They went, eh, that's yeah. cool. All right. We have an audio uh, mail set. Oh, it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. All right. Sing it. Oh, God. Here we go. Good morning, Murps. It's Clay in Shreveport at Monkey with Screwdriver on Twitter. Just wanted to drop you a line and let you know how much I enjoy the show, even though I can't listen live. I always catch y'all on pod on Wednesdays. Marty, you're doing a great job. Nobody can do it all their first few times, but most of us don't have to broadcast our learning curves either. Uh, Emily, <laughs> I had point. a comic suggestion for you. Kelly Sudaconic's Pretty Deadly Comic. Uh, it's a throwback, sort of spaghetti western supernatural type thing I thought you might be interested in. Sounds good to me. Bill, uh, if you ever feel underappreciated as a bassist, uh, I've know another bassist named Bill who told me that uh, people are not real fans unless they know the bass player's name, so you can hang on to that. <laughs> and I think I've got you beat on th- uh, throwback music. Uh, I'm currently playing in a Dixieland band. There you go. So that's a lot, <laughs> nice. lots of fun. There you go. I do want to send you all uh, some gear. I uh, thought I'd send you a microphone and a cable so you'd have a full compliment. So, Marty, if you could just reply back to this email with a good address for me to oh, send sure. stuff, uh, I'll get that shipped out to P- you. P- uh, P- uh, P- have a great week, and I'll talk to you later. Oh, thank you so much, Thanks, Clay. Man. That's that's awesome. And, uh, yeah, you should send a... Can you name five famous bass players other than Getty Lee? Getty Lee. Ugh. Damn it! 
<laughs> yeah, because everyone knows Getty Lee. Stinge. Stinge? Okay, Sting. Um, James Jamerson. But uh, uh, but they can't be the lead singer. Bootsy Collins. Okay, that's, that's one. Uh, Come on, Stinge is a great bass player. Rick Danko. Uh, no, not, I'm not asking the, the bass player. <laughs> no. We'll be like, well, I we'll see. start with Jocko Pistorius and we'll work our I way I don't in. listen to that shit, I, but I know, I know but, what you're talking but, about. Yeah, yeah. But, Bill Wyman. Okay, that's two. Um, let's see. Noel. Um, what the fuck was his name? There we go. Yeah. Oh, from the Hendrix Experience? Yeah. Yeah, that guy, Noel. Okay. Um, Redding. Redding. Noel Redding. There you go. I don't, you don't get credit for that. You can't see that guy from... Chris Novoselich. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's, that's four. All right. I can keep going. Okay. Okay. You keep going. We'll fill the rest uh, um, of the hour. Uh, <laughs> the guy from Corn who plays a five-string bass around his knee. You know, that guy. Uh, Presidents of the United States guy yeah. played like on a one. Well, I know bass. people play bass, but I'm yeah, saying yeah. like they don't. They're not as people. You could name a thousand famous guitarists, but bass players are no never. No one cares. Yeah. Paul McCartney. No one cares. Okay. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> you. Fuck you. Ah. Pre- premise shit upon. Thank you. <laughs> Was that enough? Yes. No. Shutting you downing. Yes. Oh. All right. Uh, we have one last one. I think. Oh wait. Yeah. Leo wants us to sing. The following song. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime girl. What's the next line? That's the only part I know. Send me a kiss by wire. Honey, my heart's on fire. Why do people sing like that? And also, I again, flipping around the HD channel, I watched The Doors, the movie, Oliver Stone movie, with mm-hmm. a very thin um, Val Kilmer. It's just stunning to see what has happened to his body <laughs> since then like wow he like doubled in mass he is he's got head fat you he know just, what i mean like blew into his thumb yeah, he went, went he sort of hulked up a bit but um he's, he's I, very funny in kiss kiss bang bang yes he is good callback i i i i don't know if the movie's good or not i can i can't tell i don't know what the fuck's going on I hate and, that fucking and, and, band but that band i hate so much hate and i'm like band. I'm, and I don't know if he's singing or they're using real Jim Morrison, but Jim Morrison sang like Ethel Merman, like the way you were singing, like, come on, baby, let my fire. Yeah, he's a crooner. Like, yeah, it's, come on, come on, come on, now touch me, baby. Over there, yeah. over there, <laughs> over there. Like, what the fuck was going And it's like, it's the music, that calliope music at, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a merry-go-round. Riders on the storm. Yeah, Ugh. it's it's the it's doors are one of the most overrated later, bands. He's still going riders <laughs> on the stuff. Oh, Jesus Christ! I, 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 just the the intersection of that horrible uh, merry-go-round music, that keyboard nonsense, over there with the Ethel Merman. Wait, who's the bass player in the Doors? Yeah, exactly. That's the only reason I like the band because they have no bass player. They didn't have to turn him down in the mix. By the way, Darren reminded us, flee. No, thank you, Darren. Always there to shit on my point. (laughs) Good afternoon, Darren Houston. Yeah, Darren, when are you going to send us an email? But I I can't think of a worse singer from that era. And then you think about like Led Zeppelin and like the kind of ballsy, bluesy. And it's great. I mean, what was his touchstone? Why did he decide to sing like fucking Ethel Merman? I don't. I have no idea. I don't get the doors. Someone explain it to me. So right now, I'm trying to figure out what to sing for covers party. My friend has a, a party where everybody performs covers. And Are both, you going to invite me this time? And both Steve and Bill have played in it before. Uh, Bill has played bass all but one year, I think. Or mm-hmm. this last year. Uh, there wasn't one last year. Right. There wasn't one. So 
But I was thinking about doing um, Devo. Oh, maybe Devo, but a, a New Order song, just but with no synthesizer. Hmm. Like Radiohead does a cover, um, and I'm sure Darren is looking it up now and posting it to the Tumblr page. That's TuesdaysMornings.tumblr.com, and uh, I think it would New be Order. Like New what order. New Order song? Temptation. I don't know. Seven inch version. Oh, the, oh, the seven inch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, not because okay. the the well, not other the extended version remix. Is like, yeah, it's like the twelve inch is like ten minutes long. You know, but New Order songs don't have any peaks and valleys. <gasps> they just kind of up, down, turn around. Please don't let me hit the ground tonight. I think I'll walk. I saw them when I was a kid. It was the most boring show I've ever seen. I saw them in Connecticut actually at a at a theme park, and they were not Toad's Place. Not Toad's Place. Nope. Love, love will but they were, they were Again. as good as a boring. Like all their songs basically sound alike. <laughs> yeah, but, and there are no peaks and valleys. It's just this there's, song, no, there's no hooks to get the. the you're, for people who don't understand what this is, it's a a house out here, and people sit in a, a living room and, and watch amateurs perform, like you. Right. Well, and. Professionals. And professionals, but you have like what two, three songs, and you have to grab the audience. Two songs each, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, have to grab the audience. But this song would grab the audience. Okay, it's a it's a pretty. Good I don't song. know this. I'm not familiar with this song. So um, do, let me know. But I like Devo. What Devo song? Should girl, you do? want? Girl, you want? What are you gonna do? Whip it? Like no, so, but they have a, a a large cannon. Gates of Steel is pretty good. And Jocko, Jocko Homo, Jocko Homo, Satisfaction. Um, but are you doing the Stones? Mongoloid? No, not a Mongoloid. Oh yeah, Mongoloid, Mongoloid. But are you playing to the nerds in the back of the room who know Devo, or are you playing to the cute girls in the front of the cute room? Cute girls, girl, you were playing girl you want because it's a hit. Cute girls. <laughs> That's <laughs> right, what I'm saying. Like, I'm yeah. playing to the cute girls, or I'm not playing. That's all I'm saying. Um, these, are, these are decisions you must make. Oh, can we get a dating update? How's your dating life? Great. Good. Yep. It's very exciting. Yeah. So, I mean, great in that you're dating a lot of people or you're dating one person? Uh, I'm dating one person. We went to the Kings game last night. We've got oh. a lot of, of travel plans up ahead. I'm meeting travel her parents plans. this weekend. Meeting her parents? Yeah. Very excited. Are they coming into town from... They're coming into town. It's his 70th birthday, but I've also heard that one of the reasons... Wait, you're dating a guy town. who's 70? Yeah. Yep. That's so I, much that easier. That is a left turn I did not so see coming. So much easier. Um, and his parents are still alive. <laughs> wow, they must be very old. Ninety. Uh, and I and I understand that a, a big impetus for their coming into town is to meet to meet to meet me to meet her. Their honey's honey. Yeah, bring them by. Yeah, bring them to the show. <laughs> we'll 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 school them. <laughs> we'll scare them. Um, oh, wonderful! Everybody who's been tweeting in. Not by everybody, I mean Tyson and Darren. <laughs> no, and, that's that's everybody. And Jeff Strong, everybody. but bass players. Uh, Gene Simmons, Ooh, John Paul Jones, Les Claypool, Derek Forbes. Who's J- Derek Forbes? Yeah, I don't know Derek Forbes. I um, struck a nerve amongst the uh, the nerd a lot nerd nerdalotti nerd a no yeah nerd- well, that's pretty good. That's good. I like that. I like that. Uh, Steve Harris that's from Iron Maiden. Was Steve what, Harris is one of the best players ever. He knows every word to every song. He sings along with Bruce Dickinson. Have you seen the fucking? Would you like to do? You could do the baseline for New Order. I mean, that's fun to play, right? I don't know New Order well, but I'll do anything. All right. I'm a huge covers party fan. Let me tell you. Don't leave me out. I don't know New Order songs, but I've heard them, and we could learn any New Order. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not, it's not complicated. There's uh, nothing in uh, weird time signatures or but that, modulation. It's, uh, the, uh, the, time, the, the so, cover that Radiohead does is very good. It's all guitar-based. We're not going to do a Radiohead's version, are we? 
No, no, no. It's when we're doing a different song. Who was that comedian who was pissed off about? I think it was uh, John Mayer doing a cover of uh, Jimi Hendrix's cover of uh, All Along, All Along the Watchtower. Watch. I was like, that's a cover of a cover. That, well, that's, a, we, that's a duvet. Oh, is it Jay Moore? Uh, <laughs> no, he I, did it in a walk-in voice. Yeah. Um, Hello. Go on. <laughs> that's go it. On. That's <laughs> it. I, I just I don't do walk-in. I just duvet. do the walk-in. At the beginning of the speech in Pulp Fiction, when he's you know he he's gonna tell young Bruce Willis the watch story, he yeah. goes, "Hello." That's all I can do. That's it. He said, "I think he's a little man or something like that," but he he doesn't say hello. He just says, "Hello, hello, hello." It's so much man. fun. Just hello. So Tyson wants to know what your actual taste in music is. What uh, I have no taste in. Music. No, he just listens to beep bop bop music. Who's he, who. he does or I no, do? No, you do. I listen, zip, to, zip, I listen zip, to everything. Zip. You listen to beep bop 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 How was Kraftwerk? That was good. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, so they played very prompt. They played three nights, four nights, four nights, four nights, and two shows two a night. Shows I, I don't yeah. know how they had wow. the energy and every after, night every, after two hours of just standing at a keyboard <laughs> and talk singing. You know. Auto bon bon. That, that's yeah. all they did. I don't know how they had the energy to do two shows a night. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Every uh, night they did a different album, and I, it, I met a guy who went to two different nights, and he said that they by the second one they were tired. <laughs> they were. Yeah. Well, they're old Germans, but they they the show was at seven thirty, and at seven twenty nine and fifty nine seconds they took the stage. It was. Like, God damn, those Germans are fucking yeah. prompt. <laughs> they get those trains <laughs> running not, on time. They're not good to my Jewish people, but man, I love a show that starts right on time. Uh, what, the question is, what are my musical tastes? Yeah, what is your what is your actual taste? Do you like electronic music? No, I love everything. But yeah, I, but I, you listen to a lot of electronic music. Well, it's the it's what's new and current, you know. And I I like what's new and current. When I was a kid, I listened to hardcore punk because it was new and current. But I don't listen to it anymore. Well, there's that new Future Islands. Um, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's, it's very eighties and and sort of sounds like Bronski beat, but I like it. Yeah, I mean, I I. I I, and I listen to a lot of hip hop, but I can't listen to endless hip hop, and I can't listen to—I I don't know. I mean, I was in, in bands, and I was in college radio, and I've listened to everything, and I have a very low threshold for stuff that I've heard before, like some new album that Pitchfork loved, and I listened to, and it sounds like um, what I always say—the music you listen to sounds like shit. No, super chunk. Oh, I like I'm super like, chunk. I know, but I that from 1995. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and it's like, yeah, this sounds like super chunk. I'll just listen to super chunk. Yeah, just <laughs> so, like, so yeah, generic like post punk indie rock. Yeah, yeah, it all just kind of like a guy hitting a lot of floor toms, and you know, uh, just kind of. I'll pretend like I know what a floor tom is. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Not a lot of symbol, and I'm just, uh, I don't know. I, I need something new. This is a guy who just went and saw a, a German band from 1969. <laughs> well, it was the visuals were in 3D. You know, I, that's why I went. But I, 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 in high school, I, I always made fun of the kids who were dressing like it was 1969 and listening to The Doors. Right. And I was like, no, there's actual good stuff being produced now. But they're like, no, let's smoke pot and listen to Led Zeppelin. I smoked pot and listened to the Dead Kennedys and whatever right. it was in New Order, unfortunately. Um, but I always I've, that has followed me through into my my middle age, where I like to listen to what's new and current. So you sort of try to grasp at youth, just like I, desperate. Nah, it's it's not desperate. I just I like it, and no, people I, are always I, like, "You always seem to know what's going on." And I was thinking about it recently because there was a period when I didn't know what was going on, and that's before the sort of music uh, internet explosion, democratization. Yeah, and I would I I, I didn't. 
I would spend hours in record stores looking at stuff going, is this the new thing? And then I would buy it and it was $18 and I would go, this is not the new thing. And then it just got exhausting. But we live in a time now where there are blogs and there are ways to get music immediately. And you You don't have to go to listening stations. Yeah. Or you don't have to go to the record store and talk to the fucking idiot who works there in his forties and like, what, what should I be listening to? And commercial radio is over. Rush. You should, yeah, twenty one twelve, pretty much every day. Um, Derek Forbes, by the way, Bill is was the uh, I just looked them up. The, yeah. the bassist for the Simple Minds. And I don't recall listening to a Simple Minds song and being like, "Wow, that bassline!" Are you kidding? You really like me? Oh, Adam Clayton, the world's worst bass player. Oh yeah, no, no, no. But they no, actually, Simple Minds do. They have some great bass, like really heavy bass lines in. I only know the. I only know the. The Breakfast Club song. Oh, yeah. Don't you? Uh, so yeah, there. Were... I, I would listen to metal, but I've listened to so much metal. I, can't, I, I It just all sounds the same to me. But then Baroness comes out with a record a couple years ago, that That's double awesome. record, and it's awesome. And I'm like, yeah, I'll listen to metal. Like, yeah. I mean, it's good music be, is good music. Yeah, basically. it's got to be something new and interesting. And and Bill's just like looks so confused right now. He's like, Bear. but but they're not. I haven't heard of any of these bands. Yeah. They don't. There's no. And he's like also new. Yeah, we. I have no problem listening to m- new music. I just haven't heard any that meant anything to me. Uh huh. Um, yeah, you I, and I, I go further back. Like I'm listening to older soul, older reggae, dance. Like I'm listening to new genres, things that are new to me, but oh, they're not coming good. out right now. Right. And there's nothing sadder like when we went and saw um, Echo and the Bunnymen. What? They were good. They were terrible. They but were good. They were good. I, and I actually saw them open up for New Order, too. They were terrible <laughs> back when I was they a kid. They were very good. And they were terrible. Really good but show. the crowd was a bunch of dudes in their mid-40s who were stuffed into Echo and the Bunnymen t-shirts. From the they had, 80s. They had muffin tops, yeah, yeah. and it was bald and sad. And I went, it, was, it was your 25th high school reunion. Yeah. And then, you know, I go see this band, Ratatat. If you're not listening to them, they're this instrumental fucking band that's just amazing. And I am the oldest guy there by like 20 years. They're, just like, they're children there. And it's like, yeah, maybe I am vampirizing their youth. But when I was a kid, I, I did not want to go hang out with a bunch of old people at a Peter, Paul, and Mary concert. <laughs> like, I wanted to be around young people. Where have all the flowers gone? Puff the magic dragon. <laughs> so not sad. about pot. So sad. How I went from ratatat to fucking Puff the magic dragon, I will never understand. But I, I just, I, I like what the kids like, you know, what the, not, you know, Britney Spears or mm. who's that Canadian fucking douchebag? Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. You know, it's you knew exactly who I, it was. I, bl- I blanked on his name. But. By the way, I want to congratulate him on his Juno Audience Award that he just won. Um, I heard a Churches song that I liked. Oh yeah, Churches is awesome. Churches is really good. And what's the uh, they're, they're Scottish, right? Yes. Yeah. Some some angel, some band with an angel in their name. All right, from well, Brooklyn, some two piece. We'll I find out. Like, but I did. We'll find out next week. <laughs> So that those are my musical tastes. All right, whatever's good, whatever's new. Cults. What do you think of cults? They're the two person out of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. They're good. Uh, okay. Well, that's that's us talking music. <laughs> um, we. When are we doing the sports? Uh, right now, NCAA USC. Woo! USC is not in the NCAA. I beg your pardon. They're, uh, they're playing. They're not. They're not in the Final Four. Yeah. UConn is. And who are they playing? USC is not in the Final Four. Oh, USC okay. didn't even make the University of Southern Spaces California or UCLA or South got Carolina. bumped out in the Elite Eight, but USC is not. Oh, uh, damn it! <laughs> well, see that that sports for Marty. Wow. <laughs> um, Dodgers dropped their uh, um, 
United States opener to the Padres. Three to one. But they won. Uh, they, they shut out the Diamondbacks in Australia. Is the Boston Marathon next week? It's Whoa, the- dude, too soon. No, no, I just want to know when it is. <laughs> I can't discuss it. Because I was in China when the bombing happened, so I'm, it's it's been another year. It's like but, an annual thing. But yeah, well, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, you go to China for the well, the, for the marathon. The marathon is an annual thing, but I, I just imagine this, there's going to be a tiny bit of security oh, this geez, year. Yeah. That's going to be interesting, and a lot of media presence. Oh yeah, we're here at the one year anniversary, and they're going to have somebody who was blown up in it, running on those plastic those rounded plasticky legs that make you bounce. If that South African guy hadn't killed his girlfriend, he could have joined in, but. Are you following that trial, Marty? He's he's like lost it. Oscar Pistorius? Yeah, is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a great sandwich. I'll be Oscar Pistorius. <laughs> sounds like a good with, bass player. With extra mayo. <laughs> extra mayo, please. Extra aioli. Yeah. I love how it's no longer mayo, it's aioli. That's the, the well, fucking, what sounds sexier, aioli or mayo? Mayonnaise? That does not sound sexy. <laughs> oh, I, it sounds I like a sexual dysfunction. Hey, I know. Uh, regarding this whole podcast, Uh-oh. April Fools. What's well, what's the, the joke? thing was a prank. Oh, you didn't record any of this. I didn't record any of it, and uh, all of their facts are wrong. And I April Fools. I don't know. Uh, you know, USC is in the NCAA women's uh, tournament. Oh, who fucking cares? Oh, uh, see, all right, women. <laughs> all right, ladies. I actually went to a USC women's <laughs> women's Do, basketball game this year, and they were good. They lost, but they were they were battling, and they were undersized. Tweeting at that the hashtag is cancel Bill Twatterson. <laughs> Tweeterson. Uh, all right. So yes, uh, we're gonna miss you next week. I shall be. I shall listen from China. You can oh, yeah. you can download this in China. Yeah, it's so can, weird. You can tweet us a message and get in your emails to us at Nooner Dan at Nooner Podcast at Gmail. Ugh, Nooner Podcast at Gmail dot com. Remind us. me to tell you guys next week about this show I shot over the weekend where I got vaporized by uh, a twice recurring bad guy from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, nice. And then. Uh, tweet us at Nooner Den Marty and send us a, a recorded email. We haven't we got a really nice one this week, um, and we, we need more. And Michael, I'm not Michael. Um, Yako, we will watch your film and we will discuss it next week. And, and before we go, I just want to pimp um, Josh Estes got a pilot podcast he started on. You can search for it on SoundCloud called What's My Focus. So Focus. We'll check that out and see how he does. Good luck to you on on your new venture. All right, and. On that note, have a great trip, and we... Oh, God damn it. Marty is not ready After to sign saying. us off yet. We will see you next Tuesday. If that
This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.